0: Hey, Jacques Lamore from Pop, Punk & Pizza Podcast. Before we get to today's episode, just a reminder, the Green Day tribute band I play in, St. Jimmy, in the Chicagoland area, has finally we finally announced our first show for 2019. It's going to be Saturday, March 9th at HVAC Pub, right there on North Clark in Chicago. It's going to be along with the Foo Fighters tribute, and you can get your tickets at HVAC com, And yes, I'm saying HVAC, like thinking of heating and air conditioning, like that kind of thing. So hvacpub.com to get those tickets. 21 plus is actually free. But if you fall in between the 18 and uh, just slightly under 21 bracket there, It does cost 5 bucks, So, yes, it is an 18-plus show. So, yeah, hit up HVACPub.com to get those tickets and for more info. And make sure you like St. Jimmy on Facebook as well, and we'll keep you up to date on some more upcoming shows in the region. It's just St. Jimmy, a Green Day tribute. So like that page. And we've got more cool shows to announce for the rest of the year. I'm super stoked for this one, and I hope to see you out there. All right, shameless plug is over with. Let's get to the show. Bangarang
1: Radio, Bangarang Radio, Bangarang Radio In three, two, one. Press play. Ooh. Let's get decadent. I'm going out. I gotta go. I'll bangarang on the radio.
2: Turn up, I'm telling you, I think I'm ready for something new. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have
1: a slice of pizza. You're listening to Pop Punkin' Pizza on Bangarang Radio.
0: What is up? What is up? It is Jacques Lamore here, of course, your host for Pop Punkin Pizza. Man, things have been crazy. I feel like I'm feel like i a broken record at this point. I'm always saying, oh, life is so crazy right now. It is crazy, and I feel like it just gets crazier and crazier and crazier. I don't want to take a, too much more of your time before we actually get to today's interview, which, by the way, I, I really think you'll enjoy. It's with Alex and Zach from The Linden Method. They've been on the show before two years ago, almost two years ago. But the announcement I want to share with you, in case you don't follow Pop Punkin' Pizza on social media, you might, and actually even if you do follow us on social media, you might not have seen this post I made, but I just announced here in the last couple weeks that we're moving Pop Punkin' Pizza podcast to a monthly schedule, which means I'm only going to be putting out one episode per month. Just because, as I said just a few minutes ago, life is just too nuts for me right now. I really, really wish I could keep doing the show weekly, but as for right now, I just can't. So I'm going to do a monthly thing for right now and and give that a shot. Because I don't want to stop doing Pop Punk and Pizza because I enjoy it so much. And I feel like the show gets better and better. I meet all kinds of cool people from all over the place. And I want to continue to do that and get the word out about amazing music and amazing artists that I like. So anyway, so with that being said, today's episode is actually kind of a bonus episode, which there will be some bonus episodes thrown in the mix on top of there being a new episode released monthly. So my plan is to release a new episode of Pop Punk and Pizza the last Tuesday of each month. So the actual monthly episode for February is going to be celebrating 20 years of Alistair with Tim from Alistair. So that's going to be coming out on February 26th which is coming up here in just about a week, week or so, obviously depending on when you're listening to this podcast. But yeah, February 26th is actually when this month's official episode comes out with Tim of Alistair. So we're going to be talking to Tim about, you know, the last 20 years of Alistair, but also we're going to feature music from bands that are inspired and, uh, are influenced by Alistair as well. So I'm really looking forward to this episode. I think it's going to be really special and really unique. But today's episode features Alex and Zach from The Linden Method. I got to go up to their place in Chicago in the Portage Park area. Last weekend, we sat down, had Papa John's pizza I haven't had Papa John's Pizza in years, and it was really good, actually. I I kind of prefer Papa John's over, like, Domino's, per se. You might hate me for saying that, but it's true. That's That's just how I feel. And The Linden Method has some cover songs that they're going to release, two different cover songs. And we actually, on the episode, didn't even talk about what cover songs they were, what artists they were from. They were kind of keeping that under wraps. After we actually got done recording the interview, they showed me the songs. And they are kick-ass, man. You guys are going to love these covers. And they also tease that they are currently working on a new album as well. But these covers are going to come out to kind of tide everyone over and the main thing they wanted to plug about these covers is that if you subscribe to their mailing list, their email list, you're actually going to get these covers or one of these covers for free. I forget which, if it's just one of them or, or both of them, but they'll talk about that in the interview. And we touch on all kinds of other stuff as usual. It, the conversation goes all over the place. It Actually, it starts out, <laughs> it starts out with Alex pretending to interview me about My day job, which is working in radio. So it was kind of funny because he put me on the hot seat and I didn't know what to say. (laughs) I really didn't. It's totally different when you're being interviewed compared to when you're interviewing someone. And I'm used to being the person doing the interview, not answering the questions. So this, uh, it was kind of, and of course, he was honestly joking when he did this. But either way, that's how the episode starts, so let's get to it. I'm glad you're here, and I hope you've been doing well.
1: So Jacques, when you go on to the air in the morning, what's your mindset? Do you have a certain ritual that you like to perform? Or
0: I eat three eggs raw really mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah cool. and mix it with vodka mm-hmm. and then i take um i take a couple tide pods just just and- I rip them open. yeah. yeah. I, well, yeah, I, Which I side? guess I dip Because it
1: I think there's three different components
0: to the Tide Pod. You're right. There's like three different liquids. There's, Do you the, like the, the detergent the, the I, I or like the maybe the Oxy White. Booster? It really like gets you going in the morning. The Oxy Booster is what really gets me going. It's instead of going after cocaine, I just need the Oxy Booster and that just... I'm going to be honest with you. I've been snorting Oxy Boosters for
1: the better part of the late 80s and early 90s.
2: I'm just really happy to find somebody else that understands.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, God.
2: <laughs> oh that's shocking. good. All the next day, uh, we heard your podcast. We heard you're your pod <laughs> you're
0: fired. It's funny because like there are you know, there's been several times where I talk about work on the podcast and I usually don't say anything bad. Right. I I'd, I try not to. If I do say something on that end I just try to Yeah, yeah, you know, of course. But anyway. That's
1: why you can't get drunk and
0: go record a podcast. Yeah, right. I've never been drunk for a podcast yet. My all right, all right. I've loss. had. <laughs> 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 I mean, Whoa! Jesus! <laughs> Chill out, man. <laughs> all right, I think we're good. We're ready. I'm ready whenever you guys just gonna, are. We're so. Just gonna go over all right. Neck? Yeah. Yeah. We're recording back. now. Yeah, so. we're already rolling. Yeah, we're already rolling, man. They caught all that. I, I, do... I caught your yeah. So Jacques, what do you do in the morning? <laughs> Did you
2: really? Yeah. 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 I got the. <laughs> <laughs> We obviously I'll, can't use it because of what was said at the end there, but about <laughs>
1: snorting oxy. No,
2: about his boss. Oh, oh yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> cut that part out.
1: The oxy, I mean, it's an oxy. booster. The, the it's an oxy is fine. The oxy booster. Maybe yeah. that would work. I mean, how does it boost oxy?
0: Um,
2: I don't know. How something works. about atoms and oxygen, right? Elements. I, 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 I think don't.
1: I should be the one being able to answer this. Yeah,
2: come on, you're looking at me. I.
1: It's I, an oxidizer of some sort, but I some I'd, sort. So it's an oxidation-reduction. Sure. That's the, that's the, that has to be what's occurring then. Yep. Mitochondria.
2: Yep. It's the powerhouse of the cell.
1: It is the powerhouse of the cell. <laughs> so, from biology to Jacques' morning routines.
2: Yeah, we're totally going to flip <laughs> this and interview say, you. you. You
0: are, yeah, this is going to be weird. How if, it, if I was ever interviewed on my podcast, I don't know how well that would go. Okay, so we can start People, right now. Well, so. We're about
1: to find out, aren't we? <laughs> so, so, Jacques, I, what made you want to get into the radio business? In well, the first
0: place. Howard Stern, of course. Oh, of course. Interesting. No, not really. Oh. oh. I never... I <laughs> always thought he was a dick. Kinda, yeah, though,
1: right? <laughs> um, He's a misogynist. I don't, that's what I don't like about him. He treats women, like, very poorly. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: He's... It's funny, because, like, if you ever watched his movie from the 90s, he makes himself look very good. Oh, yeah, of course. Doesn't he? It's, <laughs> like, his, it's, his, it's movie. his movie. It's his movie. Like, I don't he remember made that it. movie. Um...
1: I, it's like what's the name of it I don't know he's like naked or oh, standing over New York the, City or yeah, something yeah, yeah I remember the cover I just a don't great
0: movie. movie it's hilarious and there's some parts of it that are so spot on um, so you've seen it right Zach when I was younger a I long don't time remember longer. it
1: oh it's uh, Howard Stern colon, made in Manhattan that's what it is <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's I, where he <laughs> plays the maid to the, man, the Manhattan couple and then he ends up falling in love with mm-hmm. the, the rich older man yes
2: yes, with, yes.
0: Uh, is that J-Lo Right. Yes, J Lo. Yeah, J Lo is also in yeah, him. and Matthew McConaughey.
1: Matthew, um,
2: man, what what a cast!
1: <laughs> Howard Stern, and Howard Stern, Jennifer Lopez, and Matthew McConaughey, and I believe, <laughs> I I actually believe Emmanuel Lewis is also the um, the bodybuilding older brother.
0: Oh yeah, wow! I never see the parts I've seen of the movie. Don't it's in the have,
2: outtakes. Oh, okay, yeah. you got to get the him, the 4K
1: Deluxe Edition to. <laughs> Yeah, they they
2: ended up cutting it for contract reasons. But are
0: there 4K movies now? Yeah, absolutely. Have been, my friend, you I've are got looking. A
2: oh,
1: that's a 4K. Oh. That is a 4K setup, my friend.
2: Okay, all and right. that
0: is a paw.
2: The way they do it is mostly it's like blue uh, ray with 4K um, capability. Okay, and it just gotcha. looks insanely sharp. It
1: is.
0: That's I what I can show you some Star that,
1: Wars after this that will blow ooh, your
2: mind. I and would it's love that.
1: Sound.
0: I might not want to leave.
1: Yeah, that's what. That's how I got this dog here.
0: He played him Star Wars and now he just and looks he just, like that. Uh, he's huge. Yeah. He's, and he smiles. He does <laughs> smile. Why? God, that made me laugh so hard earlier. <laughs> he literally I asked him to smile and he smiled. If
1: you ask politely, he does it. Yeah. I I asked him politely. Huh. He also jumped up on the coffee table, so that wasn't good. Yeah, he's you know. done that a couple times because he's like hundred pounds. We, yeah, that's I've, why I have to but, get this like rugged coffee table. My I want to say this is sturdy. Though. My mother got me this; and oh. she refinished it for me.
0: That was a nice gift from your mom, wasn't it? Yeah, oh. I like it. It's it's got the the metal legs and the 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 wood is S- solid wood. Solid wood. It's not that uh, compounded or whatever they call that would the, Wood, the, well, the when they do composite. composite composite yeah. that's the word i'm looking for no this is
1: like oh here <laughs> oh
2: well yeah so
1: of you licking yourself now everyone knows what you were doing gibson well
2: that was a little segment I, we call table talk here table. on pot and pizza so jacques tell me more i hear that the projection is coming back
0: oh gosh my uh yeah my my former uh band members have been trying to get a uh a comeback or, or how many a, a you, reunion. How many of you show. are
1: holding out? How many of you are the the Gerard Way? Who is of the it? Group you you refusing, could say who it is. It's
0: probably me. Oh no! What? <laughs> well, they. I don't. I don't know. They're they're all joking. Like you see, they love to give me a really hard time. Like they sure. give me so much shit. Okay. They all gang up on me, mm-hmm. and they just give me a bunch of shit. Why, and, why don't you just
1: quit being a pansy?
0: Well, wow. Maybe that's part of it. <laughs> That's probably part of it. Um, but, but the fans want it. Nobody wants it. The fans want it. Everyone really? wants Everyone it. Everyone wants
1: it. I doubt it. There's a Twitter hashtag, bring back the projection.
0: <laughs> I mean,
1: maybe. Projected 2020.
0: <laughs> oh, gosh. Maybe, maybe that's what it should be. Yeah. Uh, projection will return in 2020. The projected. 2020.
1: Chicagoland
0: tour. Chicago, yeah, I'll just hit up all of the, the suburbs, all the major suburbs. Yeah, so like Naperville. Uh, yeah,
1: Lombard, <laughs> Schaumburg, Elgin. Yeah,
0: Joliet. Yeah,
1: I mean you Kenosha. Just, <laughs> Kenosha, the Greater Chicagoland area,
0: Downers Grove. Yeah, I mean um, you could honestly. I think make we got venues in pretty tour. much
1: all of those suburbs. Yeah, that would be pretty a, much. That would be a fantastic tour. Has anyone ever done a Chicagoland tour?
0: Oh well, you see. I have seen bands that say they're going on tour, and
1: it's like one state. <laughs> it's
0: like, yeah, I forget who it, what, what band it was. Of course, I don't want to call them out. Yeah, but it doesn't there, matter. It's like there, there yeah. was a band in like the last five years. It's probably that, us. That, that <laughs> <laughs> they had a they had a tour booked in Illinois nice and i'm like that's not a tour it's a big state okay I was like, it's a big state yeah if you're,
2: if you're making it down to like springfield and then like you can hit like a carbondale or like uh where's the u of i champagne yeah. or uh bloomington yeah you, you do like a college the, tour you could yeah i think it's absolutely possible that's
0: true yeah you could do all the college
1: things. how many dates makes it a tour that's something that I've is, always wondered. Is it well Look, it, we're going out on tour and there's two shows. To me that's not a tour.
0: I say no. at
2: least three maybe. But I, say, I, have, I feel like at three's, least three three's three? a
1: three's a one that's that's what I call a, a, it's a like weekend a, warrior.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and projection did a couple of those and I'm sure you guys probably did too, right? Yeah, oh, we We, one, we used to you, do like weekend runs where yeah. we would just
1: go hit a couple states and come back.
0: Yeah, yeah. We would we would do that. We did that two or three times, maybe four. Yeah, we'd go to like Michigan and then Indiana or something. Or like um Iowa. Yeah, the or la- Wisconsin.
2: The last one we did, we went to uh Ohio and back. We played in um uh just outside Cincinnati and then did Indianapolis and then did a home show at uh Cubby Bear. Okay. And called it a tour, but <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. I the- think I
1: I think we were calling it just a weekend warrior run. Yeah. Yeah. I mean we weren't labeling it as a tour, it was just Right. Here's what we're going to do for the weekend.
2: Right, right. That was a breakup lines, that was fun.
1: Yeah, it was breakup lines. Were from Ohio a pop punk band. From are uh, they still
2: around? Oh yeah, breakup oh, yeah.
1: lines. Yeah. I
0: don't think I've I've heard of them. Oh, very like really um, good. Very yeah. like kind of like cartel. Oh, I love style. cartel. Yeah, I yeah. Love cartel. I had had the chance to meet uh, cartel once. They oh, were, cool. They were nice guys. Um, Did you just
1: call all of them cartel?
0: Yeah, like individual. <laughs> <It> was <laughs> Nice each to meet one. you, cartel. <laughs> no, I met Will and um did i meet anybody else i think i did i met their guitarist and now i'm brain farting on what his name is i, yeah, I don't like remember jerk. their names either yeah but they were they were amazing i only got to see him that one time uh in, in texas so really? yeah really uh really good
1: they're i love their vocals
0: oh yeah their oh definitely just
1: in the 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 bounciness to their rhythm section. Mm-hmm. Those are the two things that like make that band for me.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I made a, I think it was after that one time I saw them. I like did more research on them cause I had heard of them and heard some, like some of their songs. But then I like went through their catalog and I found like my favorite songs and I made a playlist and I still listen to that. Nice. Anyways, How about this?
1: Cartel Academy is. Ooh, who else oh, what's going Oh, in <laughs> I want to put in three in the audition. Those three bands, which one Which one do you take out of them? Which one would I pick? Yep. You have to pick one.
0: <clears throat> I'd pick Cartel. I would pick Academy Is, I believe. I suppose I should pick Academy Is because they're from Chicago, but, you know.
2: I didn't even know they were from Chicago. I yeah. just think that their music is really um, written. It's complex. Yeah, it's, it's genius, yeah, you know honestly.
1: What? The Controversy Loves Company album from the audition, I love. But I am also going to have to, I think, go the Audition. Or the...
2: Academy the Is. Academy
1: Is, just because of... Uh, yeah, they're out... I mean, the they song have a style, but... The is
2: so good. Yeah,
1: it's really expansive didn't throughout they, their discography.
0: Didn't they have a comeback not that long ago, right, Academy Is, or am I making it I think up? so. I, I know do, Audition. They Audis. did a couple of shows, I know. Well, yeah, they've just kind of come back this Right, year. that that was like real recent, but yeah. I thought Academy Is was like the last couple of years. Didn't they come back and do I haven't some seen shows? them. <laughs> I, th- I thought so. I haven't seen them, so... But that that's... Yeah, it's been at least a couple... Yeah. I think a couple years ago. I don't
2: remember one that... I just remembered hearing their name again. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that's a band I've never seen and I, w- I would really like to see.
2: Same. Yeah. Yeah, I've never seen Academia's. I've never seen any audition. of these bands. Yeah. Most <laughs> of it's... Like,
0: I've just seen Cartel yeah. out, of,
2: out of those three. Most yeah. of that stuff, it's a little too poppy for my taste. I enjoy it, but... It is on the poppier end of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I know
0: you're... uh you're into obviously punk. I, I, but also I listen to a bunch you, of weird. Stuff. You do exper- You listen to a lot of experimental stuff. Yeah,
2: kind of. Yeah. So Um also a lot of post hardcore. That's my bread right. and butter. Yeah, post hardcore and hip hop <laughs> are the two things I listen to most.
0: It's so funny because on my way here I was listening to our episode from like almost two years ago.
2: Yeah, I can't believe couldn't beli- believe how long ago that was I, I, I was. I was actually we were talking about this. We talked to you while we were You're still wearing the writing same shirt, Zach. our last record. It felt appropriate. I
0: was gonna say your
2: shirt is perfect. Hail I,
1: Satan eat pizza.
2: I almost
0: wore the uh the shirt that Butcher gave me today, but I didn't I didn't oh, nice. end up putting it on. They have like a pizza shirt and it's got uh the, the Satan uh, it says,
2: like, uh, Antichrist Pizza Life yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, my wife Emily has one of those. Um, those yep. guys those guys are awesome. I'm, I, I love them so much. They were great. I was <laughs>
0: disappointed, though, when they weren't, like, they didn't play any of their, like, Ska stuff. Dude, right? At, at uh, Snooze Fest, because, like, I was expecting that, and I remember talking about that, in the the podcast episode about Snooze Fest. And I was like, Oh yeah, they kinda have like some they have like a ska influence on a lot of their songs and then there was like no <laughs> ska yeah. they were still really good, but I was We just... have
1: uh maybe two point five second ska part. Yeah. In thin skin.
2: We do. That's yeah. right. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> just and then it's gone. Done. But, yeah. but we do a very not ska thing where I kind of scream over it so it doesn't really <laughs> it's not the most ska thing we could have done. But
1: we, I tried to introduce Scott, and it gets shut down. And everyone's much all like, the
2: time. "Uh, no, that would be like me
0: in in my old band, probably bringing up Scott they the like, projection yeah. 2020? Pro- <laughs> yes, projection <laughs> twenty twenty. I actually, I'm trying to remember if that ever got brought up. Maybe it did. I don't know. But anyway, um, I feel like
2: that's a thing that we'll probably venture into more later at some point
0: as we get older, and we're too.
1: We're too tired to play the down and up strokes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We we cut out the down strokes, the which stroke. we're good at. Yeah, yeah. The, the down strokes <laughs> is what we do the most, but we're we're gonna take those out because uh, our hands are too riddled with arthritis.
2: Yeah, to be able to. It like, actually might it. be a good idea in a song to throw something like that as like a break. <laughs> it's like I'm tired of all these down stroking stuff. Maybe after like playing when I'm dead or something like that. You know what? <laughs> it actually really uh, makes me curious. Is Jacques' process in the morning when he goes to work? <laughs>
0: What is, were, not, I'm not up. talking about what
1: you're eating, but what is your process? My
0: process? Okay, I'll be completely honest. My process, <laughs> Gibson is uh, trying to to smooch smooch up to me. <laughs> um, no, it, it, it's nothing really. Like I wake up like 3:45, 4 o'clock in the morning. That's early. Yeah, and then I leave usually between four thirty and and five you know if i'm running late i don't leave until five but and then yeah i get to work and i have to um put in the weather reports on all the stations oh interesting yeah it's a what do you mean you put
1: them in is it like an automated
0: our, our meteorologist is recorded from florida Oh, wow. So he sends in his recorded forecast. So he's
1: sitting there just laughing when you're like, hey, it's going to be negative 13 today. And he's like outside with a Tommy Bahama shirt on, drinking a margarita.
0: That's how we always joke about him, actually, at the (laughs) station. Yeah, that's how we always joke about him. Um, And then, yeah, I just try to to do as much radio show prep the day before. But there's always some that I don't get to do. Um so I'll do that before I go live on the air at six. So like I always do like what celebrities are having their birthdays and Oh, cool. Um, like all those silly, stupid national days that are celebrated mm-hmm. each and every day. Like yesterday was pizza day. And
1: actually, um Jarrett from Bowling for Soup last night was uh, made a made a comment on stage about He's like, I didn't want to make any stereotypes about Chicago, but I swear to God, yesterday, every other person that I walked past had a pizza in their hand. And someone was like, yeah, it's National Pizza Day. And he was like, oh, (laughs) it was all on stage. It was hysterical. Oh he's like God. well I wasn't gonna say anything about it and now here we are
2: <laughs> and then right after that he directly roasted me and Alyssa because Alyssa had said something um and we were I forget what we were talking about but I mean we made, <laughs> made a, a bet yeah we made a bet and she's she's like what do I win I want a hot dog and I was like where am I gonna get a hot dog I'm at a show right now she's like it doesn't matter I want a hot dog and
1: and Jared, Jared, Jared turned to him and He's said, like,
2: this, is "This is Chicago. I think you can find a hot dog." I you, yeah, I like, damn, you're not you're not wrong. But he was roasting
1: shit. them on stage.
0: Oh, he is good. Yeah. At, he is good. He's a at funny guy. That he is hilarious. Super funny. Very, very funny. I never,
1: I never got the chance to chat with him, but uh, he was very, very likable. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could see why his one man show works so well.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, I was I was going to go to that. <laughs> I it's wanted fun. to. Um, and it looked like a lot of fun, and it sounds like you guys had a lot of fun. As well. I, I yeah last Yeah, I feel for, like
1: I watched like five different concerts last night. You did. You you, you were between was, the yeah, IP, yeah between the two Reggie's
0: uh, rooms there. Yeah. Yeah. I,
1: yeah. I watched. Five. Yeah. I watched. No. Six different. Six different bands.
0: That's ridiculous. Wow. Yeah. All within a like
1: a fairly short amount of time, about a yeah. three hour period. Yeah.
0: Well, for those that don't know, Zach also plays in Guardrail. So yeah, you we, were playing in guardrail last night with Jarrett Jarrett Reddick.
2: Yeah, we did oh, a uh, stripped down live band, quote unquote, acoustic performance um, with Jarrett, and it was really cool. Uh, we had uh, Alyssa play cello for it. She plays cello. Yeah, I
0: didn't know that. So she plays cello very th-
2: well. I mean, I saw
0: the posting on Facebook about how there was going to be a cello, but I didn't think it was Alyssa playing. So cello. She it was actually, actually
1: Yo Yo Ma. that just flew in for the gig
2: no but Alyssa actually um plays cello she played cello first um that's what she did she actually picked up bass to join guardrail oh but she had been a cello player for years before that so it was kind of like she was like yeah I never thought I'd be doing this in a band but I also Mm. never thought I'd be playing bass in a band either so
0: (laughs) yeah Alyssa's cool she's super super cool yeah absolutely
2: Gibson what are you doing
0: Smile for me, Gibson. He's please. Itch, he's busy itching. Always oh, busy. All right. I'll I'll hit him up again later. Yeah, Sometime yeah. before I leave, I'll make He'll sure he smiles one. for me. Yeah, I like his smiles. He's got such pretty teeth.
1: He does have pretty teeth. <laughs> I brought him in to uh, get his teeth done, and they have to put him under. Yeah. And they have to put him under with like a gross amount of put under medicine.
0: I think that's why I haven't done it with my dog because I because I'm kind of scared I didn't to like do, it. I'm kind of scared to do that. I to picked him, you him know? up,
1: and they're like, "Yeah, he's good to go." And this. Dude's like falling into walls and I'm like, are you, <laughs> you sure? sure he's good to go? Because he's like pissing himself and hitting walls. And for the whole day, I just sat with him and he like, he was like secreting stuff that shouldn't be secreted. That's and weird. Like thought, yeah, I did not like it. So I don't know that I'll be doing that again. Daddy's mm. just going to have to get in there with, a, with the old Couple. crest toothbrush and just
0: go at it. <laughs> oh, he is loving this. You are such man. a man. You are such wow. a man whore. Look
1: at
2: you. I accidentally hit a spot on his back. That, <laughs> that was the that end he's, of it. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's
0: like, okay, but um, no, I I'm, I'm glad the show went well though. I would have definitely been interested to see guardrail acoustic though, and with a cello.
2: We're definitely thinking about doing it again because the should. response that we got from people was uh, unbelievable. Did like, the sh- and,
0: and
1: what is what are what changes are we going to make this time?
2: Um, we're going to play out of better amps. Not play out
1: of a, a <laughs> 2004 crate alex has been roasting me because i have this garbage amp
2: that i've been using
1: he played like so you know with an acoustic
2: or no we we did uh clean guitars oh because we don't have acoustics that (laughs) alex is shaking his head because we don't have acoustic guitars that plug in so we just played clean guitars we do
0: oh collectively as friends we do we have martin's I was we have gonna multiple say,
1: Martins that I've are got, plugins. I've
0: got an electric acoustic that rarely gets used. You're <laughs> Everyone definitely gonna would
1: afford you <laughs> yeah. the opportunity to
0: borrow them. Sure. I don't have a Martin, but you know, my Yamaha is not bad. So, or my no, my uh fender, what am I saying? I don't know why I said Yamaha. I
2: mean, my fender. thing with that is that I've just recently had a string of bad luck and have have had a bunch of things break on me in the last couple of months, mm. and I just don't want to have somebody else's stuff break on me. Yeah. I, I already broke Alex's car door. Um, what? So like, yeah, <laughs> it, this, is do what, this is what I'm talking you about. Hit like me with well, my own van? Yeah, so I was driving the van, which is also broken. And the problem with the van that night is that the battery kept dying, and we had to keep jumping it. And so I was driving in the middle of the night in the rain without lights or windshield wipers, and I was following behind Alex and didn't realize he had stopped to let somebody merge onto the highway and totally sideswiped the ever-living shit out of him. Oh fucked up his God. whole door. Yeah, this was recent. This was in October. Well, this, but that that's this was
1: after we played with uh, Bad Cop Bad Cop.
2: Yeah. Oh wow. And that was the str- that was the beginning of my string of things breaking and being terrible for me. But like, damn, it's, be- it's did been. Did you fun, did you get pretty banged up from that? I mean, you could see it when we leave. We 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 have a replacement door, but um, I haven't put it on yet. So. <laughs> oh, damn yeah, so I just didn't oh, want to sure. borrow anything from anybody because things because that I've been that, touching have been breaking. Things have been all downhill Yeah, since, yeah, since yeah. That. It's well, not that? just that. There's a lot of things. My glasses are broken right now. The, this isn't even the real arm from it. I stole this off a pair of cheaters because these got broken at a show huh. and then just glued it on. So
0: Well, at least you we are able to do that. Yeah. You know, and then they actually, fix it.
2: They, they actually re-broke um, earlier this week, and I re-glued them together. Yeah. So. Alex, and speaking of
0: glasses, man, I've I've been having a hard time, like, taking you seriously with those glasses. With my Jeffrey Dahmer glasses? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
2: I'm
0: sorry. I like them.
1: I've had uh, mixed reviews. Okay. I picked up two new pairs, because I bought a pair of, like, nice, expensive Ray-Bans. Okay. And within a couple months, the lens started popping out all the time. What? Yeah, I was so annoyed with it. So then, finally, like, my insurance was back up again Mm -hmm. for when you can use it, and... uh, America's best is a lot cheaper. And it's like, you can get two for a hundred bucks. So yep. I was like, all right. And I'm like, where's your big and tall section? And they're like, sir, <laughs> all they're section. like, sir, please leave our store. <laughs> and I was like, no, seriously. And so they had a couple options. One of which was, uh, the Jeffrey Dahmer collection. And so I look like a seventies Porn star, or something in these. Or a serial killer. Or a serial killer. Or both.
2: Which I was going to say, they could be one and the same. It's totally my my aesthetic. I love it. So I I approve of these very hard. The other ones are from like
1: their New York uh, fashion collection. Oh, the hip. I'm like, that's so not me, but they actually just somehow fit my head. So I was like, well, these are the second pair. Uh And that was how we ended up with Jeffrey Dahmer and Hipster Alex.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, I feel like even the Jeffrey Dahmer. Could be almost hipster. Well, I got it. I'm going to
1: switch into the other glasses to find out if he can take me more seriously.
0: (laughs) So while Alex goes switching the glasses, Zach and I are going to talk. Just talk, yeah. So
2: what were you going to say? Um nothing. I was just gonna oh. keep going about the glasses oh, the and glasses. saying I came I came in one day and he was just wearing those. I was like, whoa, nice dude. <laughs> Did you just like immediately
0: bust bust up laughing out loud?
2: No, I I honestly think they look great on him. Yeah. So, like I No, was I like, do. I was, yes, just, nice. I was just giving them a hard time. No, yeah, no they
0: yeah. look they look nice. Oh, oh yeah. And, and then there's <laughs>
2: hi- this is Hipster Alex now. This is Hipster Alex. Okay, yeah. I like the uh, the finish on them though. Okay. The kind of tortoiseshell yeah. look.
0: I like that that's that's what mine are. Yeah. Oh there yeah. you go. Yeah. See oh. it. Like, They're they actually similar like
2: glasses, both of you, now that I'm looking at them side by side. <laughs> yeah.
0: We're all yeah we're twins. I, I like that we're all wearing glasses, though.
2: Yeah. You bad vision crew. You know yeah. what's interesting?
1: Hey, I only have an astigmatism. Most people claim that I wear these just for fashion, which is 50% true. So you, <laughs> and 50% because of the astigmatism. Yeah. How bad is yours? I can see without them. I think oh, it's like okay. plus 0.5 or something. Oh, My, okay. Yeah, mine's not bad at all. But, not uh, yet, anyway. At night.
0: Oh yeah, um,
1: because of the stigmatism, I get headaches trying to see. So, if I can I just default to wearing them because then I don't get mm-hmm. headaches. Yeah, I can see better. I went to the, yeah. I went to the um, uh, field museum a few weeks back, and uh, a friend of mine and I were both. Oh my!
2: Whoa. Gibson sees something he doesn't like. Time out. Wow! <laughs> Gibson,
1: into the mic, bud.
2: I'm sure the microphones pick that up
1: there you go Man, what he he is
0: losing it he's breathing really heavy yeah what just happened he's
1: protecting the house
0: maybe uh i, don't
1: know.
0: I can't i can't see because the curtains are... it's
1: like that family guy episode where uh brian is like in the car sticking his head out the window he's like hey hey other dog fuck you <laughs> fuck you he's just at it. Yes.
0: yes that is so true hey
1: gibbs did you protect us
2: I think we're cool.
0: Uh, yeah, he's he's just heavy breathing. He was yeah, he was sparked by something.
2: That was wild. Hey Gibson, yeah. you take fifteen percent off Gosh, there. But. Look at how tall he is, though. Yeah, he's Seeing him really up on the windowsill. <laughs> yeah.
0: Damn.
1: Hey Gibson, if you want a home, uh, I would get down from there. Gibson, you're gonna be a homeless dog again.
2: There's another dog across the street. He's staring at. <laughs> I don't think there it is. is. Oh, it's I see, just a I, person. No, there's a dog. I, I, I can't see tell. Get down.
0: Oh yeah, I see the I see the dog now. It looks All like right. a if it's a little it looks one, like a service dog.
1: Oh wow, Maybe. Gibson, you're starting you're starting fights with service dogs now.
0: Wow, I thought I thought I saw what the new low. Are um, you down
1: to my boy? The
0: colors or whatever it is that they wow. they make right, make right. Them wear that certain vest or whatever. Yeah, it yeah. Like. you are a I dick, could be, sir. I could be making it up. I don't know. I only got a small. Well, glance. where
1: were we before the fight of the century?
0: Uh, glasses. We're talking about glasses. We where were yeah. yeah, very exciting. <laughs>
1: yeah, how did we rabbit hole into this? I don't, I don't, I don't know, know how man. we
0: got here. I don't know how we this got here either. But really took off. But no, so um, the process. When I was like the whole right here, I listened to our our the first episode. I I talked with you guys and I forgot about like your solo project. I was listening because we were talking about that. The waxed
2: wings thing. Oh yeah. For what it's worth, he forgot about it too.
1: <laughs> I did, and then I re- I renamed it recently. So oh, you did. What was the
2: horrible name you came up Jethro with?
1: Jethro Icehouse is oh, my new God. my new name.
0: That is so bad. Yeah. Just keep.
1: <laughs> Jethro Icehouse is the new name because no one will drink the icehouse in my fridge.
0: Oh yeah. I, you, my my music is so off. bad that it's 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 icehouse worthy. It's icehouse worthy. So that's okay. What and uh yeah,
1: so it's
0: it Jethro certainly icehouse.
2: sets the expectation. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Low. And then, like, what happened with Horrified podcast?
2: Um, So, what what had happened with Horrified is that um, it got to a point where I felt like it was literally destroying my life. um, Because I I wasn't able to truly unwind for the better part of a year and a half. Because I always had this gnawing in the back of my skull that I should be at home editing the show. And um, at some point, I just kind of snapped and said that I refused to edit the show anymore. And so the, we've been talking recently a little bit about getting the show back together and figuring all that out, but it, kind of a weird, sudden, abrupt hiatus because I couldn't handle it. Yeah,
0: well, it's, a, <laughs> it's a lot of it's a
2: lot of work with yeah. all the other things you have
0: going on. Yeah, and plus there's no reciprocation for it. Yeah, it's just.
2: I, I mean. I, it's been awesome. And like, I still talk to a lot of people that we met through the show and like, think like when I think about like all the things that have happened because of it, it is probably definitely worth it. And I, lo- I love doing it. Mm-hmm. I miss seeing those guys and hanging yeah. out and just talking about movies. But, uh, at the same time it was, it became a second job that I couldn't maintain. So yeah, but hopefully in the future, there's going to be more horrified coming out. Um, I still have one episode I need to finish because I suck and just There's never one
0: lost episode. Yeah, I, 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 I put a
2: hard stop on it and I haven't opened the file even since this was, this has been months ago at this point. And so just too much anxiety like, yeah. opening up that file. No, it's truly really, it's and, and like, that's what the whole show had become at some point. Yeah. And like I said, I felt like I legitimately couldn't relax. Yeah. So I needed to do something and taking this step away has been amazing, but hopefully that's going to get back up and running. Maybe not. Who knows?
0: Well, if not, you were talking about starting up something new, which I think sounds really cool. Oh yeah. So
2: I guess I could talk about that. Um, Regardless, I am going to be starting a second podcast. I'm currently trying to shop around names for it, but um, it's basically going to be me uh, interviewing people that I know in bands about um, songwriting and what their process is like. Um, I've already talked to a couple of people about it and, it's going to be kind of super nerdy and super niche because um, it's going to be songwriters talking about songwriting, and it's not going to be like an interview kind of thing like what you do. Yeah. Um, but it's mostly because like there's so many questions I have about songs that I wish would be answered, and I felt like there was a gap in the market for that. So I'm going to be the guy that if you really love a certain record, I'm going to dive really deep into how it got written and recorded and released and find out a lot of the behind the scenes stuff about that. I like, think that's amazing, because
0: um, I've been the same way Like <clears throat> at um, some of my favorite albums. I'm like, man, I wonder what like really happened with yeah. this song, or what happened in the studio when they were recording this other song. And just everything that goes along with that yeah. record is like, I want to know more about that. I almost did something like, or I wanted to do something like that, too. And that was almost what I was going to do instead of pop punk and pizza. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so like, I'm glad that you're going to do that. Cause I could definitely see
2: you doing like a really great
0: job at it. And yeah, yeah they're definitely like, I always thought it'd be like, you know, behind the record or something yeah. along those lines. And, and
2: there's but, actually shows like that out there. Yeah. But they, they either like maybe touch on like a song or get like a very general overview of the process. Whereas mm-hmm. I want to go super deep into the details. Like, Oh, so in between verse, too in the pre-chorus there you guys do this stop but i was wondering like why you chose to do that there and like how, how you came up with that just really yeah that's, dorky questions like that mm-hmm. because that's the stuff that fascinates me so it'd be more probably be
0: more of a podcast for songwriters like yeah for,
2: for the as far as
0: the listening
2: yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's why I know that it's not going to be like a huge, like... I'm not I'm not expecting to gain like thousands of fans, but like yeah. there are people that will find it in, insanely invaluable. Hey, so. you never know. Yeah. I mean,
0: you never yeah, know. Yeah, you never know, mm-hmm. truly. Mm-hmm. You never know.
2: But, but Yeah, it, it all started secretly as a way for me because like there's certain bands um, that... I, honestly, some some of the local music around Chicago is truly incredible. It and is. It's a it's it started as a very thinly veiled attempt for me to push records that I love by my friends on other people. Awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, every day I'm amazed at how much talent there is in Chicago, and it's the crazy thing is there's so many scenes within scenes. Yeah. So like you got the Chicago music scene. Okay, that's like the it's, whole. It's such a vague term. And, yeah, yeah. Like, that's what, like the <laughs> whole, da- you know, the whole damn scene but then inside those Chicago music scene there's all these other tiny little scenes yeah and they all get overlooked and there's a lot of them that like I don't even know about until someone's like oh yeah I'm going to see you know this one dude and blah blah blah, blah. And I'm like I never heard of him mm.
2: so the, like the actual like direct inspiration for this was um last summer we got invited to do a house show um at a place called Nacho Treehouse and uh the the guys that own it um are in this band called Bosley Mongo and I've been obsessed with their record ever since we got to play with them. And that like just listening to those guys and being like, you have to hear this record. It's so good. And people are going like, who? What? I guess. Okay, sure. So now this is going to be my way of like, okay, here, listen to this podcast where I talk to them about how they wrote this record and get as stoked about it as I am because I don't think that like, I don't know, sometimes people just don't hear the same things you do, you know? No, it's true. It's like, oh, that is so true with Zach. Mm. Yeah,
1: we actually have a rule in our band that whatever Zach thought sounded good, we do the opposite, because Zach is notorious <laughs> for liking such obscure things that no one else will like them. Yeah, it's so actually... it's not that he has poor taste; it's just that his taste is opposite of everyone else in the world.
0: So you choose to use his musical taste. For our advantage, but to your advantage, yeah,
1: yeah. it
2: it works against me, but (laughs) for the better of the band, yeah.
1: The funny thing is, is that it it started off as a joke, but now became kind of like a an actual thing. Zach's like, Zach would be like, "Oh man, I love that part. We should probably change it." Poor Zach. (laughs) Poor Zach. (laughs) No, it's it's just he knows that his his uh, what he likes isn't often the pop or the more popular.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. opinion yeah, so yeah, absolutely. he likes
1: more strange complexity things where yeah. so we'll go down a rabbit hole of writing like multi-harmony parts within parts mm-hmm. and then we'll be like we need to trash all of this because <laughs> no one else wants to hear this but us
0: yeah yeah i i get you i get what you're saying yeah that makes sense <laughs> i mean
1: we literally went on a whole tour with three guitar players playing nothing but iron uh, iron maiden thirds yeah
2: entire set we, we were calling it the iron maiden of we, pop punk is yeah. that
0: seriously a tour that you guys did? Well, a full so, tour, yeah. Where, yeah, so was this it was here in the US, right? It's it not was that the whole time. Yeah. Oh, okay, this wasn't This when was you down went to, the UK, to south I by thought. southwest and and back. And south. Yeah, so, yeah my history was this under the Linden method? Yeah, so yeah, my right. my history
2: with this band is I met these guys in 2013, I think, and then in uh the year after or maybe the year after that, um I I had joined the band as a third guitar player and we did that sore and we started writing um this was after the the uh the falling short ep before good enough came out and okay. i had started writing on that but the writing process was insane and so i had left the band for a while and then um that record got recorded and was being re- it was during the release that i joined back up yeah because robbie
1: who i i don't know if you you never met Robbie because we met after that so when we had all done this last time, Robbie, who was our uh, bassist at the time for the first the f- first EP and the first album, mm-hmm. um, he left the band to move to uh, Nevada. Yeah, and him and his girlfriend were moving to Nevada, so we needed a uh, a new bassist, and so you know, we wished them luck and said, "Well, guess we got to find somebody else." And then Zach, like two days later, found out and hit us up and was like, "Hey, can I play bass?" <laughs>
0: And we're like, so, well I guess we don't have to find a bass guess, player. Wow. That most most of the time rarely happens, I feel like. Especially when you're in, you know, a local band like Linden method. Like I yeah. just feel like that just doesn't happen. You know what I mean? It was like, a
2: super serendipitous moment where I had been on my way to my wife's parents' house and Accidentally ran into Robbie, and he was like, "Oh yeah, you know, I just quit the band. All this, I'm moving." I was like, "Dude, that sucks. I'm so sorry to hear that. I'll catch you later." And literally, like, I made it another block away from him, and I immediately called Alex, like, "Hey, I just talked to Robbie. I heard you guys are looking for a bass player. Um, I I would love to do it." And he was like, "Um, well, yeah, we obviously already have chemistry and it works. So you're in if you want it." Wow. And at that moment, I was like, "Okay, cool." I have to buy a bass and bass gear. I don't have any of this, but I just joined a band. (laughs)
0: Two
2: years later, here we are. It worked out. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome.
0: We had our
1: boy Bart filling in for a bit on and off. Uh, He did, he did a tour with us on the East coast. Um, He, but he plays in a lot of metal bands. He's a total shredder, bass shredder.
0: Yeah. He's a monster. Yeah.
1: He's incredible bassist. And um, so he helped us out quite a few times. And then, zach is like a guitar shredder he, yeah oh yeah you he's like all into the the post hardcore and mm-hmm. the the very uh, technical guitar playing so then we're like well d- does that you know work in in bass and apparently it does oh
0: hell yeah it does because he he just started
1: yeah. like he actually dumbed down a lot of his parts for recordings like he'll start playing in practice and it'll just be like are you even in the same song as us? Because it's just like oh,
2: I'll take chances. Crazy, shredding. actually, in uh, the new songs we're writing, I do have a part where I legitimately shred on bass.
0: I was gonna say, are there any? Have you guys ever written like a, a bass solo? Because I think bass solos are so cool. I we actually call it did a... one in projection on our final EP. Um, Jeremy wrote a, a bass bass uh, solo and it was it was awesome.
2: I wouldn't call it a bass solo, but I'm certainly playing like a very fast, like arpeggiated riff, where I'm doing slides and all kinds of insane, insane shit. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited for that. But
1: is that where it's all ringing out on the A chord? Yeah, yeah. yeah everyone yeah. else kind of just ringing out, and he's like, Oh,
2: that's cool. Yeah, I can't wait to hear that. It's intense. It sounds like it. Yeah,
1: we're not talking about camping.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're talking about circuses. What's that from? I don't know. I don't no. know. Life, life,
0: real life. <laughs> I thought you guys were referring to a TV show or something. Nope, camping is just intense. Yeah. it No, it really is. It <laughs> really is. Um, did you... You didn't go to... No, it was Fritz that went to the... Um, the <laughs> pumpkin droplet? Yes. Oh, no, I to went with him, actually. So did you, okay, our manager. All three yeah. of them went. Yeah, but you didn't get to go. I didn't, I didn't go. I didn't go either. No. I wanted to.
2: So... That's actually where I met Kevin and Alyssa from Guardrail, Um, right? And that's where I actually got to know those guys. And then after that is um, when they realized they needed a guitar player. They said that I was the first person they thought of. So I was like, "Oh yeah, all day, (laughs) absolutely, you guys."
0: But I was just talking to
2: uh,
0: Kevin on the podcast. He was telling me stories about.
2: Yeah, that was a wild weekend. We've already got plans to go next uh, next year. Yeah. Or well, so, this, this is year. The summer. This summer, yeah, oh already. it's like five wow. months away. It's, <laughs> it's February already. Yeah, wow. I know.
0: Okay. March is going to be here before you know it, <clears throat> and then it'll be spring, and,
1: and then it's going to be May.
0: Yeah. Oh God, <laughs> it's gonna be May. I love playing that song. I get to play that song in the radio station. Every really? Before, so yeah, that's do nice. you do you play a lot
1: of uh, Post Malone? Or oh God, yes. What about uh?
2: I a lot of Ariana Grande right now. <laughs> oh, she's, she's hot that, right now. She's the one that I'm
0: just so sick of. Really? Oh, really? She's Got a lot of. Oh
2: my yeah. god, we play so much. Do yeah,
0: you play the like, "God as a Woman" song? Oh yeah.
1: See, I like the song, but something about the way she says like, hey god, I, don't, uh, I, don't like "I I don't like the, the way I, she know, says it. I she's don't such like a good it. singer. No, she. But yeah, I, she's that, there's something in that song. In that something I, about that song, I don't like. Yeah, no, I
0: hate that. song. I think she's
1: like super talented, and I actually like the. The song itself, but mm-hmm. something about her lyrics, or like not her lyrics, her uh, the delivery that I don't really yeah. like. But yeah,
0: I I'm not a fan of God as a woman, but I do probably like out of all of her most recent songs or singles, I should say, I do like breathing. The song called breathing. If you've ever heard that one? It's the hook is good. Okay. Like I'm all about like a good hook. It yep. doesn't matter what like style of music it is, but if it's got a good hook,
1: do you I'm like Ed Sheeran to it? Oh yeah, I, I love, love Ed Sheeran.
0: Sheeran. Yeah, who doesn't? Yeah, I a lot
1: to... of people don't.
2: Zach. I don't like Ed Sheeran. No,
0: I get I to play him, him. Thank God on on uh, the top forty. Stations. That dude is but so talented. He is. He's like, did you ever? He writes so many songs too well, for other people. What's cool is I got to see him live one time, and he, when he's live, he doesn't sound like his records. He doesn't have a band. He just they just has, do
2: solo. He
0: is solo, and he has a loop, a fancy ass loop pedal, and so he makes his own percussion on his oh, guitar. So he does like
2: live looping and
0: stuff. Yep. Oh, that's, that's all so cool. He does. So, and I didn't know this before I saw him, and um, I was just I was blown away by that because yeah. you're, when you go to see these mega stars, you know you're expecting you're expecting a tracks and, and yeah. right you're expecting to hear exactly how it sounds on the record because that's how most of them do it because they know that's what their fans are expecting right right and i guess it's not just the megastars well but, and people
1: people don't understand that live isn't a record you make a record yeah. sound as good as you can and then you make a live performance sound as good as you can and then fans are like wait why doesn't it sound like the record yeah. and you're like well okay fine i guess i'll just play the record and lip sync because that's what you want to hear <laughs> yeah either that's that what pop people did because that's what the fans wanted
0: right so that's what I was expecting, and I go to the show. It's just him on the stage, like I said, with the fancy loop pedal, and I was I was blown away. And he also, um, he of course, he didn't do much talking during his set, but when he did talk, he was explaining his loop like station his process and, and, stuff, and being like, awesome. "Hey, um, I'm I don't have." It was like these aren't backing tracks. I'm not lip syncing. I'm not like like this is this is all real this is all live I had no stuff. idea he did that and yeah. honestly
2: I have so much more respect for him for doing that
0: I it definitely I gained a lot more respect for him after seeing him live that one time it was incredible my
2: issue with him is that I worked in a record store when um, the album with Shape of You came on mm-hmm. and the cashiers there would play that almost every shift that that's I that's the
0: most that's the most recent album because yeah. it's a great song it so, But
2: song. I was forced to listen to that record probably 40 times, never mm-hmm. by choice. And I don't understand where this is issue.
1: Have
2: you ever been forced <laughs> to listen to music? You just don't end up liking it.
1: If it's Ed Sheeran, I do.
0: That's kind of the, what you said is
2: my job. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, so. I have
0: to play the top 40. I mean, I, I, will, I won't lie. There are some songs that I will delete. Um, <laughs> you have shift. to play
1: all of them? I was actually wondering this the other day, because we have a song, which we haven't even discussed, we have, we'll have we be releasing a couple new songs that this is the secret teaser for.
0: Right, yeah, I yeah. mean, that's why we're doing this podcast, yeah. we're just bullshitting, I guess. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we, yeah. Right we're we're going to be releasing two songs, one of them we're going to be doing an early preview if you go to our website, tlmband.com, or c h i We own both of
2: them, same website.
1: Yeah, we own them all. Um, and you'll be able to sign up just for our mailer that will let you know when we have a new show coming up. Um, that's about it. But
0: uh, but they have to sign up for this mailing list in order to yeah hear yeah the yeah. Songs. And
1: it's just but we're not going to spam anyone. No one's getting BS emails. It's literally just like hey, this is uh, the next show coming up. Just letting you know if you want to go out.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. You
1: know. So just trying to reach fans more directly that want to be kept in the know when we have a show coming up Mm -hmm. that's pretty much it because facebook's kind of hard with the algorithm um so we have two songs that will be coming out uh the set date for release is march first i believe and then we're doing this early listening for one of the tracks and uh we're not saying what the songs are but they're both cover songs yeah and we've never released a cover song before so this is a
0: new thing now is one of these songs like the one that you played at Snooze Fest? Are you going to tell yes. me? Yeah, okay. That, that is one of them. Okay, yes. And then cool.
2: the other one is also a song that we play almost every show, just because <laughs> it's it's a classic.
1: Yeah, um, we, have, we have a couple songs that people just love hearing live, and mm-hmm. we're like, well, people always want to hear these songs when we play them. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we picked two of them and said, mm-hmm. all right, we'll go spend the money to record them so you guys can have them. Yeah. And so that's the idea. And, uh, yeah, we just – we're doing the early listening just want a way to to talk with fans directly so they can we got a show coming up here you go then you don't have to worry about maybe getting an invite or not seeing it and I can't tell you the number of times someone's like what do you mean you had a show here I was right by there uh, you know yeah, so yeah we just want an open line of communication so people uh, get it right away and can email us and mm-hmm. you know whatever but uh, yeah and
2: so and I mean what we're doing with that is uh over the next few weeks, if you sign up for the emailing list, we're going to send you one of these two songs ahead of the actual release date um, as a super special bonus. So,
0: yep. So it sounds like you guys didn't have to do a lot of like thinking as to what song, what songs you were going to cover. Like when it came down to it, it was, yeah. There, there was a couple. There's a
1: couple that people just have really, really enjoyed. Yeah. And uh, one of them, I one of them, I, I want to push to try to get on to a radio. Kind oh, of, you okay. know how Weezer did Weezer, uh, dude, Toto, and all that. So yes, we have one that we really like that we think uh, is is not as skate punk is like most of our stuff. That's a bit. Uh, we kind of did it in a different style a little bit, and yeah, it's a little bit. bit. It's a bit more radio friendly. So um, I was curious, and this is the segue to what you were talking about. Okay. full circle, mm-hmm. just like every good comedian. Yeah. Um, do you have to play? All of the four. Yeah,
2: how does it work? Do you get like Do a you get to playlist choose? and you just choose? Do you have
1: to choose from the playlist? Give us an I, insight into that, into Shock's World. And I'm
2: sure it's different company by company. It,
0: yeah, it some companies are very strict. You know, usually the bigger, the more strict. Um, right. I work for a company that's obviously very small. Yeah. Um, it was completely family owned up until recently. And oh, wow. The, the company was bought out by some other people. But one of the family members stayed into the business. So, um the it was called Milner Broadcasting and now it's Milner Media, which is besides the point. But yeah. anyway, um yeah, yeah. so it's you know, it's a small company. We were are just a small cluster of three radio stations in, you know, Bourbonnais, Illinois, and um I mean, there there's a there are a lot of things that we do that um kind of ve- you know, veer away from the top 40 format. Right. It's not course. like you're working
2: so. through clear channel and cumulus where you have to play off of these specific playlists yeah. and you can't. So you get a little bit more freedom then.
0: Right. I get a little bit more freedom as far as like my boss. He's totally cool. Like that's awesome. If, um, like if I want to throw in some songs that he doesn't have scheduled right. into the the playlist that day, um, he's totally cool with that. Um, that's super cool. Cause a lot of times you have to do what they call back timing, um and because like we have i have to air uh newscasts okay at the top of every hour and i want to be on time with that you know i want yeah, it to be if it's not right at seven I, you know if, if i'm a minute late they're okay on that i mean if i was up in chicago that would not be okay but right um where we're at it's okay so if as long as it plays within like that minute, like that's okay. So I'll end up having to delete songs in order to get to that seven o'clock hour at the right time. Right. So what I'll do is I'll delete I might delete a song or two and then I'll replace them with songs that uh fit the the time allowed. Right, which I'm sure
2: is what most of the job actually is is just figuring out these schedules Mm -hmm. for how so like there
0: you know like in our catalog There's some Blink songs and there's like, there's some Green Day songs, older ones, obviously. Nice. And I'll throw them in once in a while, you know? Just try and sneak it in there. I love, I love doing that because obviously I love, that's my, my love of music or I'll throw in pop songs that are from 10 years ago. You know, like you'll hear I Kissed a Girl by Katy Perry or, you know, um, which would make more sense obviously than, than Blink, but because Uh, Katy Perry is still a relevant top 40 So is Blink. (laughs) I don't
2: think they're in the top forty, but
0: I bet you they were
1: after California came out.
0: They didn't go into the mainstream top forty. Were they in top one hundred? They were in. They're probably on like the rock charts, but they were on the rock charts for sure. Oh yeah, mainstream top. They have not been on mainstream mainstream top forty probably since the Untitled. Wow. Or the uh, self titled -titled, the the self titled album. Um, Because I I thought the
1: new album would have pushed him i mean shit it's almost a pop album
0: it probably probably got close but um i know i miss you from the self-titled album yeah. Was definitely a mainstream top oh, forty yeah. hit for sure and that became a crossover are there any so even quote
1: rock songs in the top 40s anymore
0: i mean the bands that are in the the mainstream top 40 that are considered alternative or rock are you know imagine dragons because they're played sure, on, sure, you, sure. you'll hear them on WKQX, yeah, um, and you'll hear them on our station too. So yeah, they're they're crossing over into different formats. Um, let's see who else. I mean, Weezer. I think Weezer was getting. Were they getting Africa on KQX or yeah. not? I yeah? Oh think. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Let's see. I mean, Coldplay. They still. Sure. They've had. They've had some charting songs in the last couple of years. Still,
2: but not a lot of stuff with like. Heavy riffing guitars. No, and not
0: like it was when... In the because, 90s. Yeah, because when we were kids, it was back still... in the good old days. <laughs> back yeah. in the good old, Like, it was still... There were still those bands that had more driving guitars. And, yeah. And yeah. Um, not like you Because, shit, even in the 2000s, you had... All American Rejects, like all right. those kind of bands They're, were... They were still on the poppy end, but I mean, more of the like what I call butt rock bands were even getting in the mainstream, like Nickelback and oh, things sure. like that. They were, th- some of their songs were getting into the mainstream top 40 as well. Yeah. So. You know
1: what? Those bands, I know not enough people say it, but suck. <laughs> they should stay off anything
0: well there's this debate going on right now and i don't agree with it
1: i don't think there is a debate i think there's trolls no.
2: that no, you think know it's what I'm funny t-
1: to argue that they're so bad they're not bad no,
0: no no i was gonna say i was we were bringing up nickelback and bands that sound like them but there's this new thing that people are saying imagine dragons is the new nickelback i could see that but i don't i don't agree with it I but maybe either. it's because i'm old and still think that Nickelback is still Nickelback, and no one is gonna, you know. But I guess it's just because Imagine Dragons is so successful right now.
2: Yeah. I, Super successful, and there's not a lot of people in the actual rock world that actually listen to them, as right. far as I know. Yeah. No, because I mean,
1: none of us, not nothing against Imagine Dragons, but none of us give a shit about Imagine Dragons. No. But they're, they're, I don't know. That band seems like they're trying to innovate and create, I feel like they're creating
2: new music. Whereas
1: Nickelback just sounded like every other band that sounded like that at the time. Yeah, that's kind of But they just suck.
2: Yeah. (laughs) That's a really good defense of Imagine Dragons,
0: actually. I was going to say, you got in defense of, I mean, I love playing Imagine Dragons uh, at the radio station I work for. I love it. Just because, you know, I don't have to hear the same Ariana Grande song. And and because there are rock elements into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: and they're fusing that alternative rock with pop and, uh, electronic. Yeah. And, but they're quite a fusion (laughs) and they, but they fuse it all. I mean, you know, to me, that's just a different version of like muse or something that's just doing it a different way. They're taking kind of their styles and just branching them off, but they're obviously very successful at it. I don't Mm. think there's anything wrong with a, a good song that even if you want to consider it rock that, you know, has some electronics in it and is super poppy, you know, I don't know. It's still, if it sounds good, it's good. That, right. That's what I feel like. I don't give a shit what the genre is, what the style yeah, is. Like A good song is a good song. Like yeah. When How You Remind Me came out by Nickelback, it was a good song. Everyone liked it. And then they became Nickelback.
2: Well, right. <laughs> so then you
1: just hated every word. Because like everything that those dudes say, well, actually, it's just Chad, Chad. Kroger. Everything he says, you're
2: like, I want to punch you. I think for it's, them, um, that, that first record came out and it was pretty okay. But then they slowly just got more bubblegum in a way. And more butt.
0: Yeah. More bubblegum and more butt. More, yeah, more butt and bubblegum. That's for sure. But, which but that the theoretically first, I mean, sounds good, but... Wait, did I even <laughs> answer your question? Did
1: I have a uh, question? Yeah, kind it?
2: of. Yeah, we were talking about like how much, we'll, do, how much is you get to Is there
0: rock on... Oh, that, that was your question. Yeah, so I, think I, you guess, answered that. I guess there is. Um, I was just trying to think of another current mainstream top 40 you know, rock artist on...
2: Does Muse make it to the top 40? Oh, yet? Lovely,
0: the band. I would say because doesn't who the fucks up. I've never even heard of them. They don't get played on KQX. They. Me, I don't. only listen to NPR to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't listen
1: to not a joke KQX as I as I
0: used to. Because <laughs> I, I
1: honestly don't listen to the radio. I only listen to NPR.
0: I don't, I don't listen to the radio much just because I spend so much time at the radio. Yeah, that I don't want to listen when to I that. yeah when I'm when I'm done. I, I want to listen to something else. Um, you know what I do like though
1: with Spotify. It's it's cool and Spotify gives you the option obviously, but like. Sometimes I don't want to pick what I listen to. Sometimes I want someone else just to pick what I'm listening to. Mm-hmm. And I just want to listen. I don't want to have to like pick a band. Pick, you know, like I I got enough decisions in the day. I don't want to. I just kind of want to like <laughs> let it happen. And I wish that there was a radio station. Like you go down to SoCal and they have straight up just rock and like punk stations. Yep. And it's it's sweet. Up here we have nothing. I mean, WKQX is as close as it gets. The drive, and man. And they... Yeah, but I don't like that music.
0: Oh, well. I completely forgot. I feel like an idiot. Panic at the Disco. <laughs> oh. Oh, sure. Yeah. They're, they're hot on the mainstream You top mean just 40 Brendan right Urie? Yeah. right? Just Brendan Urie. That's something that I've I've That been, bugs me so much. It's been... I've been asking a lot of people this question whenever Panic gets brought up. I'm like, why hasn't he just become Brendan Urie? I mean, I think is he, it just sticking especially with Especially name? since their the guitarist the is kid. the one who wrote all that shit.
2: For that first album. I think he likes the theatrics of it and the idea of having a project that's bigger than just him.
0: It must be. Because I know it's... I mean, there's no... None of the originals are in it besides him, right? No. Or I I have that
1: wrong? It's just him, I think. Uh, I I don't even think the other... There's anyone else in the band. I think he just has a band. I'm I'm sure that's
0: how it is now. Yeah. But
1: the first album... He wasn't the one that wrote the stuff. The other guitarist did. The no, guitarist and then he got wrote, fired
2: right after. Yeah,
1: and he wrote like all the songs that we all love from that era. He's the one who came up with all that stuff. Yeah, and then he does like nothing now. <laughs> he's the reason for Panic at the Disco, and obviously, Brennan Yuri's voice is incredible. Yeah, yeah, and nothing to take away from him, but um, I say that like he's like fucking listening or something like he's yeah. Like, lo- Alex White, you're Lovely f- the band fucking suck.
0: Lovely the band is another one right now. They <laughs> okay. are, um, they're they're a crossover hit for sure um let's see who I'll else check them out 21 pilots oh talking about pilots. they're a crossover
2: sure. um let's see who else? i had to see those guys live once man their live show is incredible you know what's funny that's I, what i've heard
1: i have a buddy of mine that this is back in i don't know 2014 probably um he hit me up and we don't get to see each other too often and he was like hey my buddy's in town he's playing at bottom lounge uh, do you want to go to the show and I was like, uh, I don't know. And I just, I was not feeling it that day. I just wasn't feeling very good. And I was just like, you know, man, I, you know, thank you for the offer. I want to go, but I'm just, I'm just not feeling it. And, uh, he's like, well, my, my buddy's a drummer. So let me know if you want to, you know, go hang out with them. And I'm like, all right, yeah, cool. And it was 21 Pilots. Wow. And now they're like <laughs> what? selling out the United Center. Oh and it was like God. the next year they blew up.
2: Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. Cause I think they're from Ohio something like that from
1: Ohio. But yeah, they were in just in town for like a normal show and it's his buddy. And I, and then like they blow up and I'm like, man, would have liked that connect.
0: Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. They're one of the biggest alternative acts right now.
1: And they are, they're fucking talented. No oh, one yeah. can take anything away from those. dudes. They were not. doing
0: it. It's another all by themselves live an, show, like, right? It's another act to, to fuse all those different oh yeah things together.
2: Well, and with hip hop as well, right? So that's
0: even another I mean, layer.
2: Their new stuff also has like reggae influence, and yeah, like, I, I
1: like them. Just period. Yeah, I just like them. They're good.
2: Yeah, they're another
0: band that, and actually, or I was going to say that's a big thing in rock right now is influencing that hip hop. Um, yeah, hip hop is. And,
1: I mean. What Adam LaDouchebag said that, like, he's like, oh, rock's dead. (laughs) Hip-hop's the new music. And I'm like, really? Because I have an entire music scene in my city that says differently.
2: But also, there's an entire hip-hop scene in the city that's probably bigger. Where? Oh, everywhere, dude. The Chicago hip-hop scene is ridiculous. A lot of the stuff that's happening in Chicago, Chicago hip-hop is unreal. I see
1: see tons, and I I know a bunch of people that do hip-hop and stuff, but the... uh, I feel like the hip-hop world is very different from the rock world Is that in that the rock world still has a very DIY aspect to it sure. where I know hip-hop acts that I, I've met and known and have listened to and they're, like, incredible and no one cares and they say it openly. Like, no one cares to even say it, that it's all pay-to-play. You have to go pay someone to go play on a show mm-hmm. to get notoriety. It's so, like, into money and a lot of the guys – uh, down south will like sell drugs just so they can pay to go and perform and show that they're worthwhile to people, wow. and that sucks. Yeah, like that's su- such like a an old way of doing. You know, like oh, it's such like a slimy way in my opinion. Just like, a little. bit. You have bit. to pay me to <clears throat> even go on the stage and perform like no one's just giving them the opportunity to go out there and shine well
0: that's like the old uh you know tour buy-on kind of yeah yeah, same thing yeah or
1: just the pay-to-play yeah here buy 550 tickets you can sell them or not sell them i don't care but you can play the show Right. but the rock scene kind of like as a whole just rejected that and now you don't really see it as much anymore just because Everyone kind of came together and said, well, screw you. We're just Mm -hmm. not going to play shows. And now you can't book shows because no one's going to do it. Yeah. No one's going to show up. That's, I mean, it, it makes so much more sense to cultivate an act and to get them to do well and to gain fans. And you will end up doing better as a promoter, you know, especially we have so many great promoters here in the city that you, you form relationships with and they know what show you're going to do well on and it's all about the package right like of course there could be a band you know we could draw 10 people to one kind of show and we could draw upwards of 100 people to another kind of show just based on how the package is packaged right you know a lot of people love to go see a few bands they know if it's one you're like well i love them but i don't really want to go just to see one act and then not be interested the rest of it so the the really good promoters that can put solid bills together, they know what bands need to go where, and um, we definitely have quite a few of them here in Chicago that do that. And then it's better for everyone, you know. They do better, their their shows do better. They make more money with their shows. The the bands do better. It's better turnout for them. So it's it's a win win across the board. Uh, whereas like if you're just like, yeah, I don't care how many people are in the audience. Buy these tickets. I made my money. I don't care.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't really know like the ins and outs of the hip hop scene at all. I think but.
2: there's a lot. I think the hip hop scene is a lot similar to the rock scene than uh, Alex might have experience with. Because I feel like I know there's a lot of stuff that is very much how we do it. But they also, I think it's because a lot of our friends that are in hip hop are smaller and might have those opportunities. But once you get past that level, it's a lot more what we're doing. Normal. Yeah, that's just. Friends. I think that's just music in general. It's just
1: friends that I've had and stuff that are have done it they just
2: it's yeah.
1: constantly the pay to play type stuff like, yeah yeah
2: i think if you get a like a level um ahead of that it's pretty standard Although, yeah
1: i guess you're right because when we started i mean it, it still was that and we were just we were just yeah, like, no. yeah. <laughs> and
2: at, at some point you stop doing that and i think everyone does that i think that's just an entertainment industry kind of thing because i think the the pay to play thing is a more predatory thing on smaller acts yeah. just to just for... It's just to make an easy buck. Yeah, I mean, for river. promoters to, like, guarantee they get their cash. Well, and you're, mm-hmm.
1: you're 16 years old and looking to play on any stage you possibly can. Right. You don't yeah. care.
2: Right, right, right. Yeah. At some point, you actually do get a rapport and yep. all yep. that. And some of your your um,
0: your rock acts that are on the lesser known, and they're just trying to make a uh, some extra money for their tour, they still do tour buy-ons, you know? Oh, so, I
2: have a couple of friends I mm-hmm. know that still do tour packages like that. Where yeah. like they keep saying like, yeah, most of the reason we go on the tours that we go on is because we underbid everybody for these buy on tours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I but know that that's still definitely a thing.
0: It's still a thing. It it's not as much as it used to be, but there's still just there are certain bands that do it. I'm I don't wanna call, i do not want to call. I I don't some. want to blow up anybody's. Yeah, spot. I do think of yeah, a few right like now. I was but. gonna say, I know <laughs> some for sure. Um. That uh. And that that was something when I what was do you still. Mean? They
1: just paid to go on the tour like you literally
0: pay like so much a night so let's say um for instance like okay let's say you were going to be on say linden method was going to tour with no effects sure not to say the no effects would do this because i know they don't i'm sure they don't but hey no effects if you're listening i I can't imagine them doing this but anyway so be like okay um so your manager tells you hey no effects uh wants you to go on their spring tour with Mm. them uh, it's a buy on though. It's uh, you know five hundred dollars a night, so you have to pay no effects five hundred bucks a night for you know thirty dates or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, to buy on to, to
1: open that for tour. them.
2: But yeah. at the same time, it's, it's one of those calculations. Then like, you get exposure. How, how worth sales it is? It? So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah, I mean, I can see it being a. A beneficial thing in certain scenarios.
2: It's certainly a way you could do it theoretically, yeah. but there is
0: also a band that I know that did a ton of these buy ons in the rock world, just like the straight up like active rock genre. Yeah, and they they didn't make it. Like, oh no! Into a bit, you know, they did a ton of these. It just all this money, and it didn't really. <laughs> it, it so it doesn't guarantee you just because you get in front of right. Uh, you know, 500,000 people or, or but whatever. I, and I
1: think that also has something or a lot to do with number one, you have to be worth a shit. Right. Like if you're not good, then it doesn't matter. right? But two, I mean, there's a very prominent band uh, from Chicago that uh, was out on a tour with another big band and they came back and I was talking to one of their members and he's like, no one gave a shit that we were on the tour. Mm-hmm. Right. Like they weren't there to see us. They just didn't care. Then they went on a tour right after with a much lesser known band and he was like, it was fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, we sold so much shit. Everyone loved it. Because it all depends about the package. Yeah. You know, right, if it, right. If you're going to see Tom Petty with the Linden Method opening, who the fuck yeah. wants to hear <laughs> us play? Nobody. No one. So, uh, oh, and he's dead. That's sad. <laughs> it is sad. Because he's like one of my favorite of all time. There
0: are a lot of bands, right. though. Like, I always thought it was weird. Like, Green Day, for instance. They choose, like, all these acts as their openers and nobody freaking knows them most of the time like at least on the u.s tours and and uh, i feel like a lot of times people are like oh i don't give a shit about this you know about this band right
2: but, i feel like uh, that's time i've discovered a lot of my favorite bands though is that like <laughs> yeah it's true though. Uh, it'll, i'll be going to see the headliner but i always try and make it there to see the openers and sometimes <clears throat> some of the openers especially when it's handpicked like that are yeah. incredible right i yeah. went
1: and saw uh taking back sunday when i was I think 18 or 19, 18, I was 18 and uh, they were on tour and I didn't know the bands before them and I got there obviously before and envy on the coast played
2: Whoa! New York. and
1: nice. that was before they had really, I think that was kind of like their first it was before their album, Lucy Gray, the actual album came out. So this is just like EP and they were out on tour and they were absolutely insane like I just was like oh my god you guys are incredible and then Taking Back Sunday came on and I was like well this is okay like they just <laughs> so outshined Taking Back Sunday because they were so good and then I ended up loving them forever and
2: yeah, I actually I was just talking about this last night because we were at Reggie's and um, the first show I saw at Reggie's uh, it was Fall of Troy headlining <laughs> But the openers were um Mellows, Foxy Shazam, and The Deer Hunter. And oh, my God. Did Foxy Shazam just Foxy blow Shazam your mind? blew the roof off the place, yeah. man. And then seeing The Deer Hunter after that was, like, the most boring thing ever. <laughs> no disrespect to them. They're a great band. But, like, after that <laughs> insane amount of energy watching that yeah. band play, it was just like, oh, can these guys be done yet? I'm trying to watch the Fall of Troy. I bring back the chaos. <laughs> this is, like yeah it's, they're, it's there like are. watching
1: every time i die and then hansen
2: you're like wow. i saw every time i die play before bring me the horizon it was weird oh which one won um every time i die yeah
1: energy wise i meant always not music wise. yeah yeah you know who actually beat every time i die recently for energy was uh dillinger escape plan oh those guys are insane they're absolutely nut Whoa. jobs
2: yeah absolutely
1: uh, if you ever get the chance to see them see them they're just yeah definitely they just broke up didn't them. they? Oh, really?
2: Yeah. Oh, that sucks. They I saw them world? at
1: Riot Fest and I had seen, I think I had watched maybe every time I died the day before and I was like, they're good. But they're the type of band you want to see at Subterranean because you want small stage dive like. I've that never intimate, been
2: disappointed by them. I've, well, se- I've seen them at festivals. Not see
1: them? I mean, it's cool, but it's so big. It's not like the same intimacy thing. I feel like I would really like to see them at a smaller venue. Oh, for sure. Just because it'd be nuts. But um, then I watched do escape on the next day and they're like climbing up rafters and jumping into the crowd i'm just just like oh my god these guys are absolutely mental but they're good oh yeah super tight the whole time too so they were awesome
2: no if i recall correctly they did their last show in chicago at cobra lounge last year no kidding yeah
0: i guess i yeah i didn't miss that because i never got into them either but speaking of you're talking about riot fest though yeah frickin riot fest is down the street from your house right this isn't it portage park where they no no no, no douglas, douglas park, park. south side why yeah, do yeah. i think Port- it's a couple miles away i, I don't know why i, I don't know portage. bring it
1: to portage park
0: <laughs> i don't know why the I hell be, I can I can my, i'm gonna be selling my i'm gonna be selling my front i don't know why long. the hell i was thinking portage but yeah it's douglas i'm such an idiot um but uh, yeah, I mean, either way, <laughs> yeah, bring it to Portage Park down the street from your house. Douglas Park,
1: I—they need to step up their police game around that thing because there are too many people just breaking into cars and I had yeah, gang members they, harassing me. The area to, around is pretty weird. Yeah, it's
2: not so well, good. I wish
0: it wasn't there anymore. Yeah, well, wasn't it uh, before that at Humboldt Park? Humboldt. It was that Humboldt? That was beautiful. Which, yeah,
2: Humboldt the fucking was
1: alderman. Nice ruined it yeah the alderman bitched about it or whatever i'm like dude you know how much money
0: your area is getting i think the right. residents
2: of uh, were complaining about it too <laughs> they can all kiss my ass but yeah.
0: humboldt can't humboldt be a kind of a rough area too or is it probably not not it, to the Douglas same worse, it used to probably. be much
2: rougher Humboldt parks getting gentrified it has low been low gentrified
1: like, over the past several years yeah. i mean i lived in the right at the border of uh, humboldt and logan for a while okay and we our house got broken into i think like six times while i lived there in a oh year my god yeah there was a lot of but it was a lot of like it was a lot of like low-key crime instead of like someone coming at you with a gun in your face right. in the middle of the day it's a little different yeah. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's like that, like burglaries and that that's a lot different than like gang members trying to steal your car yeah, yeah. oh definitely for sure (laughs) but even
2: then that whole area now is i would say relatively safe yeah and i I think the crime levels dropped insanely
1: well we i remember our house was also right between gds on one side and latin kings on the other side oh my god so we we were like yeah we were like literally across the street it was like two houses between us here and like two or three houses between us here so you would have all the kings on one side and then all the GDs on the other side, and you're just constantly like, when is there going to be... Just constantly waiting for it to war. pop off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was awkward. Tense. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to
0: deal with that. <laughs> and then sure. we were just
1: the white boys, so they were just like, yeah,
0: just go, <laughs> yeah, go ahead, white boy. Get, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much, right? They were just like, yeah, get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, or as
1: uh, I was known in Uptown... Big Homie. Big Homie. <laughs> That's what everyone knew me as Big Homie. I could see that. Because I had all the tattoos and yeah. everyone would always stop me to talk about my tattoos. I was just Big Homie. Big Homie. I like that. That's I'm going to start calling you Big Homie. They used to invite me to go play basketball down there at the at the courts up yeah. there in uptown. I never got to go cuz I was always on my way to do something, but I always wanted to. Huh.
0: Uptown is so good. That's good. So you guys are working on a new album right yeah. now. I mean, yes. you released it, when you were on the show, you were actually working on Thin Skin and then Thin Skin got released um, after you guys were on the podcast mm-hmm. and then we never got to come back on the podcast <laughs> to talk about it, but you're one of the bands that I've talked about on the podcast all the time just yeah. because you guys have been such great supporters of the show and so I've like mentioned you guys and, and played you know your music on the show. It's like, the so only yeah, re- again that's again the reason that. we oh, do okay. it.
1: It's just... So, we're actually so, just like backhandedly blackmailing you
0: <laughs> that's what it is we're like yeah don't play it see what happens
1: well at least some your campaigns at least
0: i got some papa john's out of the deal hey yeah. man
1: <laughs> hey shout out to that uh philly cheese steak pizza that was though. good that thank was really you good. for that that thing was delicious
0: yeah, that was very delicious first time i had papa john's in a while
1: brought back so. for a limited time only oh is it
0: really just limited
1: they had it yeah they had
0: a cheeseburger
1: pizza that Ooh. sounds and looks gross like if you th- like, no, like, I oh. love
0: cheeseburger pizza.
1: That's good. It is so good. Their yeah. their cheeseburger pizza is so good. And I was, was actually it
0: bacon cheeseburger. would I, that be even better. It actually might have been. I'm sure you could add bacon, but it had yeah, like sure well, do. I saw it had like
1: pickles on it and shit, and I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. But then mm. I tried it, and I was like, oh my god, this is I delicious.
0: Don't, I'd probably do it without the pickles. I'm sure. something
1: about the salty brininess of the pickle with the juxtaposition to like the meaty flavor mm-hmm. works really well. Hmm. I don't remember what kind of sauce they use. It's ending up like the fattest podcast ever. Oh, yeah. It was like, when was the last time you smeared butter all over your body and licked it off? <laughs> I mean...
2: I mean, I do that every day, man. Yeah, Sometimes three times a day. It's,
1: it's part, part of the process. It's part of
0: the process. Yeah.
2: It's, it's how I get in my creative space, really. <laughs> so,
0: and besides these covers coming out, though... Um, the secret covers. which secret covers. And make sure, by the way you sign up for that mailing list before March 1st to hear to hear at least one of them.
1: And this should be the the, the, the it will go live um, as soon as this airs. So right. when this airs you'll be able to go do it right away. We'll make exactly.
0: sure Exactly. Um, but what is what can we expect from the the new album coming out? I mean Thin Skin had some moments of kind of touching on some political aspects a little bit. Not a lot, but just like to me it was like the per- political, Yeah. Sociopolitical. Yeah. And that's the kind of stuff that I like more than being like completely on one side or the other. And cause you're pretty much just saying, okay, this is fucked up. <laughs> these are the yeah. facts. Yeah. These are the facts. So this my is-
1: writing, um, and who knows when I adopted the style, I, I used to take creative writing classes and poetry courses, even in college. And I've just always liked the written word. Mm-hmm. And you'll notice if you read our lyrics, you'll see little play, on terms. And, you know, you get that sort of that creative writing aspect to some of the writing. And, uh, I don't, I don't like being a polarizing person. I feel like people dislike me enough in the regular world that I don't want to be polarizing (laughs) in what I say or do. Like it just naturally I'm dislikable. So, uh, in my writing, I want to, um, never say like, here, I'm talking about the presidential election vote for Bernie Sanders, You know, I don't ever want to be that person that, like, just picks something, picks a side, or, you know, literally writing, like, fuck Trump. Like, here's my political view. I don't want to do that because I don't think anyone needs to know or would really care. Why would you care about my political view? Right. And whereas I I do follow, um, so like I said, I listen to NPR and news politics all day. And I so I like the social quagmires that go on and i try to explore um feelings about things so instead of telling you something that i think i give answers and leave the question open to the public i I want people to listen to it and just think think about what they're what they're listening to uh you know, um, desensitivities, a a political kind of song, you know, I'm basically just saying, Hey, here's a bunch of shit that's fucked up. I don't have an answer. What do you think about it? Mm-hmm. And that's it. You know? So that album had a lot of open-ended questions and that sort of feel. That's kind of the, it was a, a sociological, I guess, preponderance
2: as an album at the same time on that album, you had songs like straight shot. That's, more or less a breakup song, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, So uh, but but it was but it
1: was almost a, a look at breakup from the outside where what do you think about when you hear about these breakups and you hear about uh, a man and a woman or man and man woman, whatever the hell it is. Whoever. But what when they're breaking up um you, you know, it came from a side that it wasn't even necessarily me. It was more written from the side of it's not always what it looks like on face value and to look deeper into the situation of what might be going on. Um, so I guess it's not as much as like, um, you know, we're not normally just writing like a love song or, uh, a political song. It's, it's trying to just ask a deeper question and create a dialogue. You know, when, when someone, I, I think I, I did an interview with someone else and she had, I don't even, honestly, I don't even remember what it was or who it was, but she asked a bunch of questions about a song and she had derived her own thoughts from it. And I mean, like analytic questions,
2: like very in-depth questions. Oh, is that the interview about um, the slow song for the, Florida Oh, believing in fiction. Yes, yes. In Florida, yes, we, did yes.
1: A, we did a, we did an interview for Florida and they were very like well thought out questions about very specific things in the song. And I laughed because I was like, I'm so glad you took this from the song. This isn't what I meant at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's cool because <clears throat> I, I'm not giving you an answer. Mm-hmm. Everyone's I'm got asking own, a
0: question. Everyone's got their own interpretation. Yeah.
1: So yeah. she had her interpretation. She mm-hmm. really went down the rabbit hole of what's this and this is. And uh, there was something about the line of, um, never follow your heart because it's only a muscle. Yeah. And she was like really digging into that line. And, um, it, I did cadaver anatomy where I dissected bodies for a
0: year. That's right.
1: And there yeah. was a, there was a moment where I was looking at the human heart and I was like, man, it just looks like everything else. Like it's just a bunch of tissue. Yeah, it's so crazy that this thing is our life. So you know, this is the thing keeping us going. And uh so that line was actually more of just like a very matter of fact line, like never follow your heart because it's only a muscle. Like literally, your heart's just a muscle. Mm-hmm. Your brain is what controls everything. So use your use your head. That that was the yeah, point was, of the line. It's very mm-hmm. face value and simple. Yeah. But because of the way it was posed, it ask questions and that's i love that and that's what i like in music i like the complexities um and not like I, i'm some fucking great writer you know i i'm a fucking genius yeah you know, look how no. look how convoluted my writing is not yeah. it's just that's that's what i try to do that's right. what i try to do and when it works it makes you happy <laughs> mm-hmm. um this album has started off kind of in a different direction <laughs> there's a the first song zach and i just were working on lyrics together um, on basically Monday. what typically happens is Zach has to sit there and play a song 386 times or a part over and over and over on acoustic. And I just sit there with a pen and paper and write, and then he'll start getting bored and start messing around with the chord structures or playing like minor sevens instead of the the major I mean, chord. And I'm, I'm like, Zach music, theory play the nerd. same thing. <laughs> Stop. And, uh, <laughs> so then we got through a song and th- it ended up, uh, Like a relationship song. Yeah. I don't even remember all the words, but, um, no, it was more like a, a fictitious relationship uh, just between two people. Um, I, I try to draw from personal experiences and leave it at that. So like, I don't have songs that are literally about somebody. Mm -hmm. It's like, here's kind of a feeling about something. Let me, Take a fictitious path with this, yeah, and create it, a story or some sort of other thing. It it, bit, it, yeah. yeah,
0: it starts with something real, and then <laughs> yeah, goes off the goes off the diving board into something completely different. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. So people are like, "Oh, is it about this? Or is, oh, right. this is it about your breakup? Or this is about yeah?" And then I'm like. Not really. Yeah, yeah, but no.
0: But no. yeah, but
1: no. Because my life's not that interesting, so it's not <laughs> you like to make it interesting. I'm like, oh yeah, today I went and tested a bunch of water, <laughs> and there was some lead, and then I laid with my dog for a while, and then was on my computer. Like that's that. Who who wants to listen to that? Have
0: you written a song about lead in the water yet? No, there could be a good lyric in there. Let me could tell you a couple. Let me let, let me lay in, in the, the lyric water. Process, Let me clear so something
1: might. up for Chicagoans and uh, lead um, in the
0: water. Is All it right. as bad as?
1: No, so the really? woman who did this report is, I uh, this is this is clickbait stuff, man. She, what she did was she tested a single spot in an uh, old building that clearly hasn't had running water. And the thing about water is, as a solvent, it—I mean, you can. It, it'll bring anything into solution mm-hmm. and this is going to get nerdy for a second but i'm clearing <laughs> this up for everyone that may be interested because um, i get questions all the time can i drink the city water yes of, absolutely, absolutely of course you can and lead piping was in our infrastructure for forever just like every other place and chicago i think it was like in the 80s or something started ripping it all out We've been ripping out lead piping everywhere. And the most common still issues. are probably. Yeah. And, but the most common issues that you find with lead is in the place itself. Because you have water running to a location. And then from that point, it's the location's problem. Yeah. So you'll get these old 100-something-year-old buildings that still have lead piping. And then you let the water sit. And the more time water has to leach, you're going to get lead in the water. So there are very specific standards to testing these sorts of things um and that's so you don't get false readings or like yeah you might have had a lead sink or a lead piping that goes up to your sink and it's just been sitting in that dead leg of a line for 30 years and you take the sample like holy shit look how much lead chicago water has the the numbers that lady got we have never seen in the field ever
2: nowhere near it also just for clarification alex works at a place where they test the water all around the city and you very literally do this every day.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and uh, they. So uh, do com- Do you work for the city or no. do you work for a company that is contracted? I actually this? don't do a lot with domestic water,
1: uh, and on the whole, I work with processed water. So uh, in factories, heating or cooling, okay. uh, it's it's used for a process. Okay. That water has to be chemically treated. So we we do chemical analytics in the water and then uh, treat systems accordingly. It's okay. it's really to protect like million dollar whatever. Yeah.
2: Uh, corporate. whatever b- corporate business it might be. Yeah. Well then I know you do a lot of work at like schools and stuff too, right? So, um, yeah, we're CPS.
1: Uh, that, that's a lot of their, do- there are a lot of their, uh, um, non potable water though. The, the domestic side, I don't do it too oh, okay. uh, much with they, uh, but the domestic side is where you get all the, the lead issues of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it's mostly dependent on the building. Yeah. And then if oh, you sure. let that run part of the actual EPA, like testing regulations, you're supposed to let it run. Mm -hmm. because we don't care what was in that pipe that's been sitting there for 30 years. We care what the actual water that you're going to be using or drinking is. So there's no chain of custody with her stuff. There's no proof of any of this stuff. So she put out a report and she probably used one of the free Chicago tests that you can get from like our, our city. Mm -hmm. You can order one. Um, so it's you know it's I have to look back at it. I haven't read the article in a long time. What? I think it was Sun Times. Was this okay? Yeah, that put say. it out, and uh, it was just basically like a, a scare tactic. You know, it was mm-hmm. a good story. Is everyone good, was going to freak out because of sell. Flint? Yeah, yeah. And there there are times where you'll find elevated levels of water, but you know, with lead, we're also talking parts per billion, not mm-hmm. parts per million. It, we have very low levels that we allow. So uh, and and we're still safe. I've I've. In all of my testing, which I just have to leave it at that because I can obviously can't say anything about places, uh, I've seen one that was one part per billion under legal limit. I've never even seen one above it. Hmm. So that wow. tells you how much lead we have in our water. It's very low. Yeah, you're more. You have a better chance of getting a bunch of chlorine.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and which the, is not good either. Well, the,
1: the funny thing about chlorine is our bodies actually do a pretty good job of getting rid of it, but. Um, The, I think the legal limit's like four parts per million or something. Like a pool's like two point five. you can can discharge a lot of chlorine from the plant, but it's because you have. um, It's going to be reacting the whole time till it gets to your water source. You want chlorine in your water; otherwise, you got bugs in your water. Right? You know, you got bacteria and uh, algae and right. um, Yeah, you have to have a
0: certain amount. Yeah. Yeah, I
1: think in Europe they use ozone. Um, but it's not been as effective. So they end up with a lot of, uh, waterborne illnesses, right? Whereas here we, we don't, don't, so the chlorine actually works really well. I'm just letting people know everyone in Chicago, I drink the tap water, let your faucet run and drink out of the cold water side. Don't use the hot water side for eating or drinking. And that's just because hot water, uh, does a better job of bringing stuff into solution, right, solutions. Cause it's warm yeah. or it's hot. There's more bacteria
2: that more can live in it. Increased
1: yeah. solubility. Just like when you heat up tea to make sweet tea and you get more sugar in it.
2: Mm-hmm. That's true. Interesting oh, though. Uh, calcium
1: and magnesium. The reason you see it on your shower head is because calcium, and magnesium actually have inverse solubility. The higher the solution is brought up to temperature, the easier it falls out. So it uh, falls out at the evaporation point. i.e., your shower head or whatever's the hottest point in the
2: system. Oh. That's how you can scale up the
1: insides of them and you'll get really bad hot water pressure.
2: Okay. And this has been a new segment that we've called Water Talk here on Pop Bunking. <laughs> How's that? Water talk. <laughs> Just give everybody <laughs> a little <laughs>
1: science. The good part is about editing is that can all get taken out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It might be important. Just know that the I, water is safe. It's yeah, fine. it's like, here's here's why the water's safe. Just And then fast forward through all of it and be like, I drink the water. <laughs> I drink. <the> water. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> uh no i'm gonna keep that in there i like that thank you for that so it's, it's definitely interesting
2: some I interesting really
1: information it is it it's is a, very
2: interesting information it's
1: a cool uh i mean i, I always get questions from people because you hear the scary stuff in the news and stuff and oh, wh- yeah. who the hell do you ask right like, how many people know a water treater <laughs> you know yeah it's, no it's you get true. to call the city and trust what they're saying mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. who knows yeah. so mm-hmm. but uh i do i do actually get to look at the the numbers and right look at them but yeah no we're, we're good in chicago
0: we got nice safe water. It's some of the cleanest drinking water around. That's good to know because yeah, like you said, if you look in the media, <laughs> you usually It's, it's
2: always yeah, hard. I though. mean, but
1: let's get political. Look at half the media. It's all all scare tactics. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What true. sells better, uh yeah, every, a couple is so... old people
1: holding hands in the park, or everyone's dying from lead. Mm-hmm.
0: No, it's just <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh my god! What sells? I must click that. Yeah, yeah, I must read about that. Yeah, it's so, true. It's so back <laughs> to music, huh? <laughs> yeah, music. How so about it? Back to music. The important thing is everyone needs to subscribe to that newsletter. To yes, the, uh, to the e newsletter or whatever you want to call it. Um, so it's TLM Chai. Yeah, or, or TLMBand. TLM Band. TLMBand.com. Uh, yeah. We
1: had the issue with shy that people would think it was SHY. Oh. Because it's Yeah, Chicago, right. but I don't know. So we just bought both. Huh, that works. They take you to the same place. Yeah. I think there's other polls and stuff on there. We try to keep interactive material on there. Yeah, you guys uh, do
0: polls for your shows, which I think is really cool, by the way. Thanks. I'm like, what? Sorry, that's our manager. You'll, oh, okay. He ter- does a good ter- job ter- with Terrence. That. Terrence yeah. Oh, yeah. Terrence O'Donnell, yeah. That's a very good idea. I, I like that because it's like, uh what was it your last show you guys had on friday you were asking what the last one
2: we did uh, our albums what, what songs what do you, want, songs to do you yeah. want to hear us play just because we hate choosing setlist set so it's yeah. like hey what do you want to hear straight up
1: and people picked them from every album so we did them chronologically just i think the, it's awesome when band, i think
0: it's awesome when bands do that <laughs> we have, like before they go on the road they ask people you know yeah. what i want to hear or, you know or they yeah they do like you guys and actually have a poll on their their website i mean it
2: makes it easier for everyone we don't have to choose songs that are dicey and people get to hear what they want to hear it's yeah, and it's we a, actually win win like,
1: we'll have songs that we really like and like playing and then we do the poll and no one votes for them we're like oh <laughs> so
2: that's how that we goes. thought people
1: like this song. Yeah. And <laughs> on, on
2: the flip side there's one song in particular that we hate playing but everyone loves it so we have to do it every time there's,
1: there, that's how it always works <laughs> it's, <weird>. when, it's <laughs> when i'm dead yeah the single off our our actual full length album.
2: Okay. Of we're course
0: just,
1: the one song that we're just bad we at it. video. We're just not good at playing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the song is technical, even though it doesn't sound that technical, it's technical to play. It's above my range. So it's hard for me to sing. It has a lot of stops and tight spot, maybe, spots.
0: Like maybe you have to bring it down somehow. So it's easier for you to sing. Just. I don't know.
2: That's actually something we've been doing with the newer writing is to not as much high vocals. Yeah. Specifically suited for our actual voices
0: good idea but i mean there's so many bands that do that nowadays like that big hit that first hit single they had when they when you hear them play it live (laughs) it's down
1: yeah it gets harder and harder to sing up high
0: yeah Uh, i know uh ronnie from red jumpsuit apparatus their their songs they brought them down like well the you know what they're known for really yeah like guardian angel or um (sighs) face down face down thank you yeah we did um
1: we haven't brought any of them down, but we specifically stopped writing. I also used to write like machine gun lyrics, where it would just be like ska. Because I was so ska.
0: Yeah, enabled. Just, I know. right, so like, I'm better. like Catch Twenty Two. You know, like Catch Twenty Two. Oh my god. I
1: remember summer of '95. I in the back. I have any where you can't even like take a breath while you're singing, and so I would write that, and then I'd be on stage. And I'm like. Eah! <laughs> just fatter and fatter, <laughs>
0: unable to breathe and sing. I, I don't know. I mean, I I don't. I'm I don't. I'm not saying this to be mean to the uh, lead vocalist of Catch Twenty Two, but he was heavier set, wasn't he? Yeah. I, I don't remember. I honestly, I'm pretty it? sure he was. I I saw them live just once. You probably I mean, you probably lucky. saw the second guy. I used to because he hasn't been in that band for. Well, I mean, they haven't been a band in a long time. Yeah.
1: So there were the original singer is the singer for Streetlight. He's the one that did all that. Is he?
0: Yeah. Oh, I guess I always forgot. That's that. the
1: one, like in Keys Be Nice and all that. I knew he him. was in.
0: Ca- I knew he was in Catch Twenty Two, but I don't. I guess I didn't remember him being the. Yeah. Well, so then, I when saw- they did the dinosaur, whatever album, all those dinosaur sounds. That yeah. was an amazing album. It is,
1: but that's the other singer. That's okay. the new singer. Okay. So you probably saw him. The original singer, I think, was a
0: little skinny guy. Yeah, you're right. So I guess I did see the second singer then. He's guess, he's
1: awesome too though. They're both really good. Oh yeah,
0: no, I agree. I guess I just always forget that. Um because I guess it's because I forget is cuz I haven't like dived deep into Streetlight um and I definitely know Catch 22 more. And
1: that's so funny because 99% of people that you talk to
0: are like, "Oh yeah, Streetlight. They're obsessed with Streetlight." Yeah, and
1: I'm catch like, 20 who Catch 22 though?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um no, i us see it it was definitely when I saw them live, it was after Dinosaur's sounds. Yep. It was it it was either in that album cycle, like they were currently promoting that album, or it was like, you know, the year after that cycle or whatever it was, but it was it had to have been two thousand four, maybe? That well, keys, I think keys be Nights nice was in the nineties. Well, I'm talking about the, the um the album Dinosaur. Yeah, Sounds. yeah, yeah. That was, was two thousand. Di- that was three, wasn't it? Dinosaur Sounds was 2003, I want to say. That's why we have a Google machine. Google, yeah. I think it was three. I could be wrong, but I just remember I saw them on the road with... They were opening up for Real Big Fish. Nice. Oh, was so a great tour. Yeah. That was a great tour. Um, it was... Yeah, it was... Yeah, 03. It it was, was 03. Dinosaur okay. Sounds. That's what I thought. And that was with... Um, that was with the new vocals.
1: Merging from the shadow of former frontman Thomas... Kenoki. Oh, okay. so that, that's the original from okay.
0: Thomas. Yeah, Thomas. Yeah, so is, this is yeah. that's
1: the second guy that you're that you saw. okay. But their their original guy who did Streetlight, obviously, and he's amazing, but he did a oh, definitely. super machine gun, fast vocals, mm-hmm. and oh, he's borderline rapping the whole damn song. Yeah. And, uh, that's
0: so what I, I was used thought, to love that
1: writing, and so I would do it, and then I'm like, wait, but we're also not catch 22 So
0: <laughs> there's really no one else I feel like that sounds like catch 22 No, they have their own. Of course, there are some other, there are other ska punk bands that do the...
1: I said, I told one guy, I remember one time I was in a bar and we were all too drunk, but um, he was telling me that Operation Ivy was the greatest ska punk band of all time. And I'm like, I love Operation Ivy, but they have one song or one album. It's, you're limited to only that. And I'm like, he's like, well, what do you think? I'm like, I I like Catch-22 as a ska punk band better. Like, Whoa, who the fuck going I'm like, I'm like
0: At least they have fucking horns and like you know like there's some <laughs> ska aspects to it. Like Well, it's funny because I was recently watching the um the East Bay Punk documentary. Yeah. And of course it's there's a lot of it about op Ivy, right? And I don't remember who said it or who was talking about it. It could have been
1: They weren't a band for very long been, either.
0: No, it could have been Tim Armstrong who was saying this, but somebody was saying how Um, if the band continued on, like, 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 let's say they were still together today, would they be as iconic? Probably not. not, No. No. And that's kind of what they were saying is like, that's the reason why they're so iconic is because they made such a splash and then fell apart. so, So, so what, so what did they leave? They left nostalgia. Yeah. And nostalgia
2: yeah. is what's <laughs> it yeah. sells, man. It's it's addicting. It's what we all love, right? And so. I mean to that end, that's probably why now you got a lot of bands that maybe only put out a record or two, but that are coming back doing these 10-year tours after not being together forever. Yeah, or 20 or and whatever just being way bigger Who than Who was it they that were. just played?
1: Oh, the, the Ataris when they just played. Yeah. They've been riding that one album for years. A great uh, album. They did a 10-year They did a 10
0: uh, and a 15-year. <laughs> <did> t- <laughs> yeah. well, riding the same album. Some 41 did the same thing. Really? Yeah, yeah with... Uh, Does this look infected? Does this look infected? They did a 10-year and then they did a 15 just this last year.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean... So... You can ride the nostalgia wave. Why not? Absolutely. But yeah, the the whole idea that they just died right away, that definitely.
0: I think. And then you still got Rancid, which right. held Obviously. a ton of their sound. Yeah, exactly. Because oh, yeah. you got, you know, you got Tim and and Matt. And Matt. Yeah. So, but I think, I think that's Lars, why. Lars
1: wasn't even the original Rancid guitarist, was he?
0: Oh, gosh. I don't know. I don't know my Rancid as well as I as I should. Google Machine. I thought he <laughs> was For some reason I thought I looked up or I was reading something
1: recently and he wasn't. No, maybe maybe it's not. I down. wanna say he is. But he I was at least be.
0: by
2: the second record I know.
0: I could be wrong. I, I don't like I said, I don't know my Rancid as well as, as well as I should. I do love me some Rancid.
2: Oh yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah. They're a band that never now.
0: In I've never seen them live yet, but I'm sure oh, it's an amazing man. show.
2: Those guys deliver. I
0: just love watching Tim Armstrong interviews like that. If you haven't seen the East Bay Punk documentary yet, you have to watch it because he's in it the most, and he is just so entertaining <laughs> to like watch him talk about all these things and just the way he delivers him like his stories and yeah. just the looks on his face. Their and the drummer was says. the one who
1: was different, not
2: the okay. Yeah, I, the say, I thought Lars was the whole time. Well,
1: because
0: yeah. Brendan. Steinkert, he's
1: been he's been drumming with them for a while and he I think he played with like the used or I think he played with the used, but he joined okay. up with them. Um Brett Reed was the original guy that I remember. Yeah, he was the drummer from the used. Yeah, so Freeman was was the original bad boy, face tat, lean rap.
0: Faux <laughs> <laughs> show. Sure. All right, well, what do you guys what do you guys think do we
1: have anything else I know there's a there's a pull up on our website right now for uh, for um, some possible merch ideas that we're gonna do Um, trying to see what people like what people would want Um, you know we never push merch on people too much but so it's really just like what people would want to see or what they would like to have yeah do you guys you guys don't
0: have currently any shows posted do you
1: (laughs) I don't don't think we've announced. I don't think we've announced any yet. You've got some to announce, though. Yeah, we will have some that can get announced. Um, I don't know when. It's in. There should be one next month that'll get announced soon.
2: You'll you'll find out for sure if you sign up for our newsletter. That's the whole point of this podcast. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) full circle once again. It's
0: TLM Chai, as in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, C H I or or TLM band. Take your pick. Yeah, tlmband.com. Yep. All right. And
1: then uh, that's the new album, shooting for um, summer.
0: If really? Yeah, well. absolutely. Shooting to get it all Bang. recorded and the fall, uh, fall,
1: re- fall release. Yeah, would, like
0: fall. Oh, fall release. Okay.
1: Yeah, so recording over the summer. Oh, gotcha. Um, okay. We actually have five songs musically ready to go. It's just the lyric process and then um, tightening everything from there. All the awesome. fine-tuning stuff. But, yeah, we had a lot of fun in the studio with these cover songs. and uh, Yeah, cover songs we, are so much fun. We recorded it. We've never done them. We did it at uh, Decade Music with Joe Scaletta from Word of Mouth. And the new Decade Music is ridiculous. Oh, my God.
2: Legitimately the nicest studio there, I've ever spent Where's inside.
1: Decade Music? It's in Lincoln Park. And the studio is just, like, I mean, vaulted. Two floor ceilings. We had yeah. we had room mics eighteen feet in the air for drum. You'll hear the drums on these songs and they're it's fucking the, the amazing. <laughs> oh my god! It's it was so much fun and uh, well, Fritz, we got to experiment dude, a bunch. He's such
0: and,
2: an amazing drummer. Yeah, I mean, he's a machine.
0: Yeah, he really is. I, when I was watching him at snooze fest I'm like, damn, <laughs> it's just like it's like clockwork. It's just you know. Yeah, he he
1: practices a lot. Uh, his technique and it was so funny for years and years he was always like i'm not a drummer i just play drums didn't give a shit and like one day he was like man i really want to like be technically good And every day he'd just be down there with like rudimentaries and a pad and working on stuff and it was really like halfway through his drumming where he would really like wanted to be a drummer mm-hmm. and learn it. And he actually at practice. Like he takes away his double bass pedal and won't use it
2: ever. Oh yeah. That's his new thing. He's trying to do just one kick and getting his right foot. Oh, do same. all the, doing the just double, doubles that, and triplets do and so, stuff. He'll try to do so all his with foot one foot. It's going to be like jacked. It's yeah. going to be like, oh, yeah. well,
1: he's already so a little feet. muscle man. So now he's just going to have like one, yes, gi- one giant calf now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of though, before we go to, I got to, uh, thank Zach again over here for, the uh, pop punk and pizza theme song.
2: Oh, that. Oh dude, yeah, that was so cool. So,
0: <laughs> so at Snooze Fest. Um, I haven't been able to share this story yet, actually, on the podcast. But so, yeah, we. So I hosted Snooze Fest um, in January, just last month, and so, guardrail decided to learn the uh, pop punk and pizza podcast uh, jingle yeah. or, or theme song <laughs> yeah. that you hear at the beginning and end end of each episode. And so they like called me up on stage said they had something special for me. And I guess you were the one though that was like behind this thing like oh we got to do this. We got to yeah. learn the theme the so pop punk and pizza theme. I theme. had
2: I had the idea, me and Alex had the idea when we were driving down to do the interview 2 years ago. Yeah, and
0: that's right. And then like
2: that idea came back of, like wait a minute. Jacques's going to be there. <laughs> He's hosting. This is our moment. Guys, we have to do this. And I mean the song is literally like 16 bars of music. Right. So it's, it's, it's so super easy. Simple. Yeah. It's so but easy. Yeah. I thought it'd be a super fun thing who, to do.
0: Who did that song for you? I can't remember the guy's name because it's been almost, what, three years ago. Yeah. Really? Um, but I, I didn't was, know if he like, was one of your buddies or. No, I was literally. I did Google searches online on like who does jingles and, and theme songs for podcasts. And this guy's name came up. And I'm like, and I, you know, I listened to his work and I thought, all right, I think his first name is Jeff. I think I have to, I have to look it up. But anyway, so yeah, I, pa- I paid this guy to, to do it. So I was like, I told him like, like, okay, so like, you know, it's pop punk and he's like, okay, well like pop punk, like, you know, so I was like, okay, like green day, yellow card, you know, this kind of stuff. And he's like, oh, okay. And then, yeah, he threw it. Threw he it, together. it. Yeah. He did a great job. And, you know, I, I felt kind of at the time I was like. Uh, you know, I should be doing this because I, I, you know, I've obviously written songs and stuff. It's so like, it should be me, you know, and I felt like people would be like, oh, come on. Like, that's lame. You didn't do it. Or or no. at
1: least one of the bands, one of the eight million bands that you. <laughs>
0: well, that's what I joked do. about on the last episode was like, hey, we'll have a new jingle. It'll be written by Linden Method. So
1: we should just uh, composite, like get like members from all different bands and. all Everyone different gets a bands. different line. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> every single word is switched off between vocalists,
0: and then you just throw DJ Khaled in there and see, and uh, he'd say their name. We the
2: best. We the best. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> Another one.
0: That yeah. guy.
1: That guy could um, disappear forever, and I'd be all right. Oh gosh, yes, because <laughs> yeah. I He's have to. Work, I, I yeah. have to play his shit too. I'd break something every time I had to hear it. <laughs> Another one. Another one. Oh, just yeah. broken record player just breaking yeah, everything uh,
0: his, uh, one of his hits from last year Dinero with J-Lo he's like J-Lo see we could get him to do the same thing for the Pop Punk and Pizza theme he could be like yo Alex <laughs> Linden Method <laughs> <laughs> we out here number one <laughs> Oh god. oh god. Um so no,
2: thank you for that. That seriously made my night. That I was so had, awesome. We we had to. It was yeah. it's such a fun opportunity and it's such a it's a fun song. So
1: Hey, speaking of that, can we address the elephant in the room? Was that uh, Jacques started wearing women's clothing after seeing our performance <laughs> at Snooze Fest? Oh my god. So I don't know if you saw this online. I did not. Well, let him, let him tell you about his cross-dressing experience. <laughs> well, I will tell you about brought this. to
0: you by the Linded Method. Brought, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> what happened? You know, I was telling you earlier that I always celebrate those silly national days. Sure. At the radio station, so my uh, yeah my my sidekick, my co-host uh, wanted to celebrate Backwards Day by her dressing as me. And then I dressed as her, so she brought one of her dresses to work, and I just put it over my clothes. So I didn't go as far and and as amazing as Linda Method did with their cross-dressing skills. But yeah, so I put the dress on, and then she was wearing a Pop Punk and Pizza podcast t-shirt. Oh, that's awesome. And then wearing glasses.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I guess for anyone that doesn't know the story, um, so Snooze Fest is a giant pajama party. And we wanted to do something to kind of stand out because we were thinking about just wearing onesies or whatever. But at the last minute, we decided to all go in, like, women's 90s and lingerie. Well, let's not forget that I've been trying to get us to – I've been trying to find a reason to dress up. Oh,
1: since Halloween. Yeah, I mean, before that, I've, I've been wanting to dress up in drag – or not even drag, just I guess just cross-dressing. Um, well, I know I've done makeup before too, but I just wanted to wear women's clothes so bad to a show. But there was never, like, a reason where it wouldn't just be st- – stupid yeah or i would just look like an idiot because mm-hmm. i don't look good in women's clothing
0: so oh, no, you looked amazing in the the, the gra- and the grandma 90. the mumu. <laughs> the, the mumu, <moo-moo>? yeah
1: <laughs> yeah so we were uh I, I initially wanted a spaghetti strap like super long black one like streamline mm-hmm. but uh they didn't have anything in quadruple xl size so it didn't work out you got to go to the right store. so i went to the mumu yeah but so then finally zach called me he's like Dude, I want to do it too.
2: <laughs> yeah. I was, I, was, I was in.
1: And I was like, cool, man. Yeah, let's do it. Whatever. And then he FaceTimes me with his wife at Walmart. And he's like, dude, I'm buying them. We're all gonna wear them. We're
0: all gonna and they're them. literally <laughs> holding
1: up different nightgowns to for like me to like help choose what we're gonna do. And uh so Cody went as the he was a slut. He yeah, was a slut. You could just, I no, know you all
2: looked pretty Cody slutty. was literally wearing a see-through lingerie top and yeah. nothing else. That was it. That's all he I had I guess on. it was.
1: He similar, just had boxers on, too. He didn't even yeah, have, like, that's like shorts or anything. But at least
0: it was uh, dark yeah. in there. Of course, yeah, yeah. you're not. it's not dark on stage. Zach
1: had a uh, a mohawk done in uh, rollers. That was roller probably hog. my favorite. The roller favorite. hawk, yeah. That was
0: my favorite, the roller hawk. That was and then Fritz, had a, Fritz,
1: Fritz looked like he was wearing, like, a teen's... Pajama top, yeah,
0: <laughs> and well, he had he's, like, all, he's all jacked and shit. So he yeah. looked,
1: it looks like he had little boobies in it too, because yeah. like he is packed. So yeah. was, that was funny as hell. <laughs> that yep. was great. I'll tell you what, though. I give it up to women and men who like wearing women's clothing because dresses are the way to go. They are <laughs> oh, so comfortable. It feels like you're wearing a light blanket all day.
2: Yeah, it's wonderful. It was definitely one of the coziest shows I've ever. Oh
1: watched. my god, I was in heaven. So that I, might I was be, wearing a nice silk robe. It might be and everything. a
2: thing. It might be the gimmick
0: of Linden Method.
2: <laughs> that's just who we are. This is who we're going to become. It's going to
1: become. Yeah, women's women. There's a reason women
0: wear women's clothes.
2: Yeah, because they're delightful problem is they don't have pockets and that's something we're trying to change you know what some dresses with pockets see and i think this is where we corner the
1: market we We should
2: start selling women's clothes with giant pockets
1: with pockets and also fit plus size men (laughs) this is we have
2: most brilliant things it'll
1: literally be me and fat mike
0: buying dresses
1: (laughs) together
2: say fat mike is always
0: wearing that i I probably get him in
1: probably get him as a fucking
0: producer on it uh that'd be great some capital from him on it yeah it could happen yeah be a maybe a sell on fat (laughs) records website like
1: what about being sexy means that you can't also be utilitarian
2: i agree a thousand percent yeah
1: i want like a nice camisole but then like with a work belt
0: where am i gonna put my phone yeah 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 i like it i like it it works well
2: Ladies, we're here for you,
0: <laughs> and men. So and men. Also, Whatever. on top of the cover songs coming, a uh, TL, TLM Chai clothing line. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Sponsored I'm gonna... by uh, Dumb Things. Fat Mike says.
2: <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> that's like not entirely. He's had a lot of dumb things in his life. I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to own that. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> definitely not. All right, so we got Alex
0: and Zach of the Linda Method. Thank you guys so much. Did we Dude, accomplish anything?
2: I don't know. Sure, we talked about glasses and tables and water, and I guess we talked about the things we Radio. had to talk about. Radio. There was a little bit of music
1: in there. Yeah, we, a we, bit.
2: Yeah, we definitely we definitely talked about some things. So. This is a
1: solid
0: three and a half minutes of content <laughs> over the last three hours.
2: <laughs> That's all it's going to be.
0: It's going to be. Uh, what? How did we even start the show? I don't remember. Uh, talking about
1: your process, and now we brought it all back. Jacques, what is the process that you go through to end a show?
0: I usually say thank you to everyone who listens and say, I'll be back tomorrow. How does it make you feel when you have
1: completed the session?
0: Oh, I feel great. Yeah. I feel great. Yeah. Is
1: it because you always get a happy ending? Yeah. It's
0: exactly what it is. It's in the contract. Interesting. I did yeah. not read over that. I uh, I, I signed should've. without reading. I yeah. We
1: always do. <laughs> this is this has come back to Why Gladys is this exact situation before? happened many times? God. <laughs> you think we'd learn by now? I'm going to be honest, I read it. I knew this was coming. Oh. All right. And coming literally. it was.
0: Literally. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And with that, this has been your host, Jacques L'Amour. Thanks for listening to Pop, Punk, and Pizza Podcast. We've been here with The Linden Method. Gentlemen, thank you. Thank you. And this is brought to you by The Process and Papa John's. And The Projection 2020. Projection
0: 2020. For being another
1: godless monster, I am what I see and I've got no hope to offer.
0: he, what I need. Love those guys. Special shout out once again to Alex and Zach from the Linden Method for being on today. That's it for today's show. I'm Jacques Lamour, your host. Thank you once again for listening to Pop Punk and Pizza podcast. Now our next episode, our episode for the month of February, because remember, technically this was a bonus episode because Pop Punk and Pizza is now going to be published monthly instead of weekly. Is February twenty sixth? It's coming up here a week from now depending on when you're listening to this episode and it's going to be with Tim of Alistair celebrating 20 years of Alistair and so not only is that is it going to feature an interview with Tim but we're also going to feature music from other bands that are influenced and inspired by Alistair as well. So it's going to be a great episode. I'm really, really thankful that I was able to get Tim for some time to talk about 20 years of Alistair. I do want to thank tom Chichilla and also brent from over easy booking for hooking up uh this interview for me thank you so much for that guys because they're super busy and it meant a lot that they just took a little bit out of their day to uh do this for me so that is coming up here in just the next week in the meantime, make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, all the main podcatchers, and give us a review, please. We're uh, in desperate need of reviews, even if it's a negative one. Just give give us something uh, to say about the show, and also follow us on so- social media: uh, Pop Punk Pizza Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter bangerang radio is at bangerang radio for both facebook and twitter i'm on twitter at on air with jl And I'll keep you up to date on who's going to be on the show next. Obviously, I just told you who's going to be on the show next, but I'll uh, keep you up to date on who's going to be on the show for March. And then also I always try to, as much as I can and how much I catch it, just share different news um, articles with you on uh, things happening in the scene with different bands and all that fun stuff. So make sure you hit us up there. Thank you so much once again for listening to Pop Punk and Pizza. I will talk to you guys soon and take good care of yourself.
2: Hey, hello, it's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza.